Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone except people who like World Tag League. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, and uh, yes, me and Luke are pretty much done with World Tag League. <laughs> I can't wait till you guys hear you know, what we have to say about World Tag League, because it ain't much. But uh, that's not it. It's not just me today. We're also right. joined by our special guest. Uh, he is the unsanctioned pro <laughs> open weight champion. It's the Prince yeah. of Sport, Lexus Montez. What's up, buddy? Boys, I'm us. Hello, guys. I'm here. Um, hey, I'm doing a good job. hey, thanks, Luke. I'm doing a good job. Uh-huh. I'm doing a Yo, you know what? If you're going to be uncultured, you can leave. <laughs> I'm the most cultured white man you know. That's not true. I've seen you at an Asian restaurant. <laughs> That's right. You had Thai last seen... time. You guys still there? Yeah. Sorry. Something <laughs> happened know. to the sound. I was just like, everyone just decided, you know what? I'm going to stop talking. But uh... <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to cover a couple nights of the Best of Super Juniors. But there is some news. So news from last week was that hey, New Japan and Noah realized that uh, uh, we don't have any wrestlers. Uh, do you want to want to do some shows together? Okay. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, so now it's uh, official that Kenta in uh, early January, I think the show is, I think standable or, or you, Mr. Lexus, will correct me if I'm wrong, but Kenta will be wrestling for for, for Noah uh, in an upcoming show. Yes, you will. Kenta is going back to Noah. It's going to be a very exciting time. The last yeah. time Kenta was even affiliated with Noah is during uh, Namichi Marafuji's like 20th anniversary match that they had when he was still Hideo Tommy at the time. That was like a few years ago. No, you're right. Uh, I did a little read up on it. I think Chris Charlton mentioned that, uh, or someone on the tweet, he mentioned that uh, it's the first time he's wrestled as kenta since he left i guess but he did wrestle there as hideo itami wwe wouldn't let him wrestle back as kenta for that like one-off special show or whatever no they said hey listen man we still own you (laughs) yeah that's right remember he started off uh tagging with finn balor and i can't remember what their first feud was but it's something stupid it's like blake and murphy or some shit like that Sinchin were they like poo pooed on it, and then the, the which really killed Kenta's momentum. Honestly, it like they poo pooed on it, and then Devitt walks in. And everybody's like, "Oh wait, who's this white dude with uh with yep. washboard abs?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he likes Fancy Legos. Work. Oh, I love him. Right. Yes. <laughs> hey Luke, and, and yet they still they... can't do anything cool with him. But yeah. Anyway, yes. There's not that's not the only news, though. I mean, like you said, I mean, I guess I'm not sure. Maybe Lexus can tell us more about this. But Noah has a big show on January 1st. I have that whole week off. So, man, I'll be watching that if at all possible. And like basically so Kenta is going to be on that show. It doesn't mean that more guys won't be on that show from from uh, New Japan. It just means that that's the only announcement. But there's uh, there's like other stuff going on. Go Shizaki came back. And yep. um, I think I don't know if uh, Lexus Montes has had time to watch it yet, but Luke and I watched uh, Nakajima versus Keno from, um, you know, the uh, whatever the heck that last show was. And my God, yep. 
my my god you're welcome what <laughs> did you wrestle in that match no you're welcome because i gave you <laughs> the life of noah apparently and you're like running around here thinking like you just discovered mayonnaise or something <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god this is so good and it's like yo i thanks i i showed you that i showed you the way and you're like oh man it's, it's the best thing ever and i'm like yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> god he's such an asshole <laughs> this match is awesome though luke is, is like did you see it yeah alexis or what yes i did i saw the kicks okay. of death i saw the slaps of pain I saw oh the stairs God. of intensity. It's a great match. It's beautiful. Uh, this match, I would say this match is in first place next to their their N1 finals match and then their first original uh, national open weight national championship match. Yeah, I've seen them all, and this is by far my favorite, although yeah. it's interesting. The first one I watched – the like last 30 seconds or minute are like this most recent one where it's just like they're it's just like stiff as fuck they're just just killing each other and then like you know nakajima like or maybe i was keno won the first one i think and he just knocks him out and that's the end of yeah, the match keno where wins, keno wins uh against nakajima the first time for the uh, open weight championship and then their next big match uh nakajima wins and then this one is a draw Yes, uh, sixty minute draw, which I didn't even, I didn't even notice. I, I swear to God, the guy, the announcers are like, "Oh my God, it's been fifty minutes," and I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> so there's, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was uh, like, "Really?" I, because like, the, here. yeah, that's how they big difference between Noah and New Japan is that Noah matches go for a long time. They do. I noticed I watched the tag matches on that show, too. And like one of the 10 man tags with all the old guys was literally like 45 minutes long. I was like, nope. Fast forward. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't have enough time for that. No. You, you've got a you've got you're getting your uh, tag team needs met by World Tag oh League, obviously. God. Oh, my God. Luke. But yeah. Uh, Lexus, I knew he wanted me to watch this match between uh, Keno and Nakajima because, like, all day he'd been like, yeah, it's really good. So, yeah, that match is really good. Oh, I can't tell you about it, though. I'm like, oh, my God. You, you know, this is, you, this is, I'm going to have to watch this match, otherwise he's just going to keep messaging me. And then <laughs> That's Andy's thing. He's like, oh, man, I'm not going to spoil the wrestling match for you. It's like, dude, just spoil the wrestling match. Just do it. No one's going to say, hey, <laughs> What was the score of the Lakers in Brooklyn Nets game? What the, how was that? <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Like it's like just what are you doing? What are you doing? He Luke, does, I'm, he does. I'm biggest pet peeve in the wrestling world is people are like <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil the wrestling match. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Just just tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, I can't spoil the match for you. It's like, oh great, you're not gonna spoil uh, Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. Like, what's up? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, I do like that he prodded me a bit because uh, if it's a longer match, I usually kind of chicken out of it. So uh, I don't know. No, it was good. I liked it. And I just brain farted. But yes, we are here to talk New Japan Pro Wrestling, everybody. It yes, will that's happen. About, Luke. We're talking Luke. about Shiho Pro Wrestling, the number one wrestling company in Japan. Luke, that's what we're doing. 
That's right. We will get to the best of Super Junior's fireworks factory in just a moment. But <laughs> there are just a few things, everyone. Uh, people can contact us if they need to. And I guess they really need to. It's uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com for voice emails and normal emails. Uh, tweeties. Uh, it's uh, at superlexus17 for Mr. Lexus110. Superlexus17 on the Twitter. I've unretired my Twitter. Thanks to Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. And we're going to talk about the stuff of wrestling. <laughs> yes. Well, they, Lexus, uh, he, he, he lets, lets me tell everyone his tweet he is, but uh, then he's like, all right, time to talk wrestling. But we, we <laughs> also have tweeties. <laughs> I've never open pod. Uh, no, did that. No, it's at never open pod. That's the, the whole thing. At, he discombobulated me. It's uh, at Drusifer tweets and at Grumpy Two EB. Yes, that is how we do it. Hey, if you see a link of our show somewhere, even anywhere, you might see a link to our t-shirt, Teespring store. Buy our shit. All right, let's talk yeah. wrestling. Yeah. The going. by the way, Alexis uh, Lexus's new moniker is. The Prince of Sport, the Discombobulator, Lexus Montez. <laughs> God awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not as worse as Murder Machine, though. Aww. I don't mind Murder Machine. It's, it's, it's Snakebite that I find a little weird. Like, I don't know. Snakebite? No. Murder Machine? Okay. Just pick one of them. Like, what they do you need? All songs were made by a 13 year old. Yeah. So does so does fighting with a real sword. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's clearly a Japanese culture thing. Okay. So I I actually in this uh I guess not the Young Lion match but the first uh, Super Juniors match we're gonna talk about I have some some interesting uh, research and cultural things to talk about. All right. I don't know what, what cultural things you have to say. We're at Corican Hall. I think you've said all the things that. But it's friend against friend night. Except for the Young Lions, uh, Kanemaru and Sho. Everyone's friends and they're fighting each other. Oh, no. Uh, so we've got uh, <laughs> Ryohai Iwa and Kosai Vegeta first. <laughs> it's a draw. Vegeta uh, really pops out. I know, right? But uh, I, I do have to call it like I see it. And then we've got uh, Master Wato versus Ryusuke Taguchi. The Arse Masters collide. And uh, I thought, like, Taguchi was just all over Wato just to start off with. Just all over him. Wato couldn't get, like, anything going, anything started at the start of the match. Man, you barely get off the bloody mat. Just get ass in the face, ass in the face, beat up, beat up. I'm like, oh, Taguchi's not uh, fucking around tonight. So uh, it, it does pick up steam a bit with uh, Wato. And uh, he does eventually get the TDD uh, or TTD. It's too many... So then he does the RPP, and then he's got like what 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 do these things mean? TTD, the Tenzan Tombstone. I don't know which one it is, but Taguchi is on two, and Wato gets his first two points on night five of the best of the Super Juniors. Mr. Lexus Montez, what do you think of this one? Uh, I have in my notes here, Luke, that the story that is that you already said is friend versus friend night, but this is also Solid match night. Like, I feel like every match on this card, yeah. like, it was pretty solid. Like, it wasn't super spectacular, 
but it was pretty solid nonetheless. Um, my thing right now is I'm every time I watch a Watto match that I realize that Watto is going through growing pains, which means Watto yeah. has to go being uncomfortable in situations and adjusting to that situation. Um, I think this match was very solid. Um, like you said, uh, uh, Taguchi was all over Watto, but I think Watto did fairly well in this match. I think I wish I will not think, but I wish I would have seen a little bit more from him. Though. Um, so about the match and then we'll get into this cultural, this Taguchi cultural stuff here. Um, I was excited for this because Watto won and he seemed to have like unlocked the winning formula. Like, he's been in the lab, he's been mixing the stuff together, and finally he decided to put put TTD plus RPP equals win. And, like... (laughs) W-I-N. Yes, you know? And, like, um, that was exciting for me. I thought that would go somewhere, and maybe it will in the future, but it kind of didn't. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, cool, Watto figured out how to win finally. And his his uh, his fellow ass master is the one that helped him do it. Hopefully that plays out in the future. Um, but uh, Taguchi, last week uh, I was marveling over the fact that Taguchi had this uh, strong style, you know, king of strong style type shirt on that says king of oh my and Garfunkel is what I said. But that's not what it says. It says, it reads, excuse me, oh my and Garankel, G-A-R-A-N-K-L-E. And that's the name of Taguchi's ankle hold. Oh my and Garankle. Oh my Garankle. I don't know what okay. that means, but it, I, maybe it's like, oh my, it hurts and grr, my ankle. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but like, it's weird. And and that, you know, I expect it to be weird when it's Taguchi. Nothing but weirdness all around. Yeah, it was a nice little match. I don't know. Do did you, did you think like, Taguchi was putting Watto on blast a bit at the start just to kind of like rev him up, shock him a bit. Like, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And he's a trainer, I guess, and stuff too, so he'd be doing shit like that. I don't know. Anyway, let's go to the next match. Robbie Eagles versus Yo. By the way, Yo's got more points than Watto now uh, by the time we finish all the three shows. Well, so. Hey, Watto was four and five last year in, in uh, Best of Super Juniors, and I think he's going to like match that this year, maybe. So he only won yeah. two matches last year. Like that, or Don't, wait, no, four match. Yeah, four and five. Yeah. That's what's yeah. Right. I'll give him a couple wins as uh, the thing ends, Winter maybe. Won two matches. Yeah. It's garbage so, time is when he's going to win some matches. So. <laughs> Speaking of well, the opposite of garbage time, because I really like this match. So I, I see a tweety from Chris Charlton, and I was like, yo, hasn't won a singles match since May of 2019. Oh like, my god! That win was against Robbie Eagles, and I was like, okay, that kind of that tweet kind of put me at ease a bit, put put me in a mood to kind of enjoy this match because otherwise I was just going to be like, oh for fuck's sake, yo, he's just going to get his ass kicked and it's over. But uh, I'm glad I let myself get into it because I thought it was really awesome. There's dives at each other, there's really cool strikes, and uh, there's some freaking awesome kicks happening, uh, and I, I just wish they happened in the next two matches Yo had. They're good, but Yo doesn't p- put in these hook kicks and shit like he does, does with Robbie Eagles in this match. There's one that really takes uh, Robbie Eagles' face off at one point, which is really awesome. Uh, it's, it's, I wrote it here in the notes, but 
that wasn't the, I, I sort of thought he did the leg thing, Robbie Eagles, but it's the next match that I'll talk about with Robbie where he does do that leg thing you were talking about, Mr. Andy. I think I saw it. Oh, it sucks. Uh, I hate it. But anyway, he goes for the Ernest Hemingway special. He gets trapped into a pin. So Yo gets his first two points, and Robbie's on four, which is kind of weird to me. But uh, Yo, he he was just the champion. But uh, all right, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, Mr. Andy, what'd you think? Ernest Hemingway. He's a famous actor, huh? Okay. Hey, I've run out of actor names. All right, get out of here. <laughs> He's stretching it a little bit. All right. I well, said F. Murray case, Abraham last week. Hmm. No one knows who that is. Oh, everybody knows who that is. Um, okay, well, you know, I mean, in that case, uh, you know, Eagles, I mean, he was trying to get the Robert Jordan special on, but he couldn't, you know, so. They would do it all uh, day, all right. <laughs> Listen, this is, this might be the best yo match I've ever seen. This is. It's really good. Uh, it's outstanding. Those two guys, like, were in the back and they, like, shook hands and were like, hey, we're actually going to try tonight and we're going to fucking go hard. And that's what happened. Now, listen. Um, I have PTSD from seeing a wrestler hit the guardrails and break both of his legs and like the bone sticks out and blood going everywhere. So like, um, I don't like seeing guys go a hundred miles an hour into the guardrails with their legs. And Robbie has almost broken his legs on the guardrail several times now. And it's just kind of like, Hey, well, we should move, you know, change the distance of the guardrails a little bit. Maybe, maybe not jump through the ropes I think the problem with New Japan and diving is that we, we talked about this really early in the podcast about how like the apron is a little, you know, bigger because they have all the time tag matches, which I like. Mm. I like that because it allows them to do more cool shit on the apron and stuff. So, but that means that when you go through the ropes, you have to be at an angle where you're going really fast because otherwise you're going to clip yourself on the apron and hit your head, which is what Yo did in his last match almost. And so, most of the time guys go over the ropes and there's only a few guys that'll go through the ropes. Maybe it's not a good idea. Just all I'm saying. Um, this match is fantastic. And I'm wondering where, yeah, where this yo has been because goddamn, it's really yeah. good. <clears throat> um, and he like does the fire up baby face thing. Like he has his knee pads on Lexus Montez. He's on fire and he does it to perfection. And um, it's great. So like, Robbie does that that heel like chop block thing that I can't stand, but then it's just a bridging pin and Yo wins, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you. So, <laughs> I really like that. He's so happy. The crowd's all fired up. It's like I said, I think this is the best Yo match I've ever seen. Mr. Montez. Um, I don't think that match this match stood out to me that much to be honest with you guys. Um, the only well, fuck thing you then. I mean, that's fine. Fuck me, but uh, <laughs> at the same time. The one thing that I think we're overshadowing, gentlemen, is that Yo won. Yo won, which is a very big deal in the storyline that we talked about last time I was on here about Yo beating Sho, which is, you know, foreshadowing. But but Yo beating Sho would be his first win. But I don't know. I don't think this match really stood out to me. It's a solid match, like I said before at the top of the uh, introduction here that this whole this whole card tonight is solid but nothing stands out to me but yeah it was a good match it was fine i think robbie did what robbie does best and he you know encouraged uh, yo to do his thing a little bit better so there was a little bit more comfortability in the ring between the two of them and robbie eagles is amazing man i'm gonna say it here i know he's a he's a friend of the show luke but um, yeah, I yeah. think robbie, I, robbie eagles is a is a hell of a talent and i enjoy watching his matches Hell yeah, me too. 
But yeah, I don't know. Like every every time I get a story thought about in my head about what they'd do for a block in a tournament, it's always wrong. So uh, I thought Yo was only going to win one match. Turns out uh, he's come on, he's going to win a few. But uh, here we go. We got Yoshinobu Katamaro versus Sho. They need to drop the Sho and the Yo thing. They need their surnames. Can we get their surnames, please? Sho and Yo. It worked for the tag. It, who cares? Uh, Katamaro jumps show at the start, and uh, he's doing that every every entrance so far. I think Katamaro has jumped the person coming out, so uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. He beats the shit out of Show, and uh, he gets like the <laughs> he gets a low blow try, like the deep impact. They beat each other up outside, and there's uh, <laughs> like I don't know. I really like Katamaro's figure fours. He makes them look kind of brutal, and all he has to do to to make them look good. Is just keep uh, keep you know uh, hitting his arms on the mat, just going back and just falling back and hitting his arms on the mat. For some reason, it makes the uh, figure four look even more ouchy. <laughs> it's 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 awesome. I love wrestling, <laughs> and I like those Katamari brain busters too. And uh, there's like this great sequence with the the ref and low blow counters and all this kind of stuff. Uh, Katamari gets the uh, upper hand and pins show though. Uh, so yeah, Show goes uh, and uses the spanner afterwards, but he gets low blowed again. So uh, he got outwitted by the heel veteran there. So uh, even even cooler was he got uh, whiskey poured on his ass so, for his trouble. <laughs> so that was really funny. So Katamaro on eight and also Show on eight. Huh. I like this one. I know uh, Mr. Lexus is going to be like, it's a show match, get it out of here. But I thought for a heel versus heel kind of match, <laughs> I thought this worked really well. <laughs> yeah, tell us, Lexus, why do you hate this? <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, no, I don't hate it. It's just I don't, I don't like heel show. I just don't. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know why. It's a, it, I have nothing in my notes I'm not going to say, but uh was for his next match but i don't know i just don't care too much for heel show it's heel on heel crime but my favorite heel in this match is kanamaru it's not show yeah. so, and another thing we're we're overshadowing gentlemen is what kanamaru won show. that's right oh my god so we we're overshadowing Mr. Andy. We're overshadowing the fact that show loss, which is a very monumental moment, you know, it's me being the uh, uh, armchair booker that I am, I would have had show lose to yo in a similar, but like sneaky fashion, but that's just me. But yet again, as Mr. Luke said, I don't give a fuck about show. Therefore, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Hey, I love this match. It's like, it's, it's baby face master versus show, not heel master. You know, now he knows all the heel tricks, but Kanemaru's over as a baby face in this match. And when like at the yeah. end, um, show like goes for the wrench, right? And uh, there's a low blow from Kanemaru, and the crowd's like, oh, <laughs> it's like yes, that's I love when that happens. Now it makes the crowd reactions like you know ten times more potent when they finally do happen. But uh, I have to give uh, future Baldrath a fucking like handshake in this match, a virtual one, because dude, he did a tremendous chump bump in this match. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just I really like this. I thought it was so fun because it it was like at no point 
was there like stalking heat or you know like a heat section really it was just 100 miles an hour guys trying to cheat and beat each other it was fun if if you're gonna do like a cheaty match this is a way to do it where it's highly entertaining just my opinion that's right so yeah uh that's uh i believe shows first loss in the tournament as well and look how strong they're making katamara look it's great love it might be his second loss show i don't know i don't know who knows no this is night five yeah it's his first loss we're supposed to know but yeah we don't. professionalism <laughs> is my job <laughs> but uh here we go we got uh, doki versus el desperado and man i really like this there's like a there's a lot of el desperados in the in the crowd by the way so poor el desperado by the way like uh Hiromi's getting all the main events so uh yeah, poor uh, Eldest Brother. Ah, brother. Yeah. Yes, that's I guess right. So. Yeah, so there's an I awesome stare down. Have the title, but the face is actually Hiromu. Yeah, yeah. Hiromu is just like uh, you only got whoever's got the title has only got that title until uh, I'm ready to get it back. I guess because he hasn't lost it twice in a row. He hasn't lost it. <laughs> oh, poor bastard. He keeps getting injured as soon as he gets that belt. Man, I would just go for any other belt. Oh, look at Sarumi, the never champ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Go, Maybe. I hope so. I was going to say, listen, uh, the night that one of the nights that Naito was injured in the G1 and Hiromu filled in for him and Ishii, that was a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. You're talking yep. about um, the uh, uh, yeah. New Japan yeah, Cup? That was fantastic. Yes. Uh, no, that's G1, sir. Oh, yeah, Hiromi filled in on a couple of matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, Luke. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm with it. I know, I know what's happening now. It wasn't the New Japan <laughs> I know Cup. What's now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. But uh, I like this. This match has uh, really good lucha back and forth. Uh, and then the El Desperado kind of gets nasty, like uh, brutal drops that uh, drop Doki on the outside. They, they uh, that like kind of sit down submission thing he does to young lions as well, which is kind of jerky. It was really nice. I saw Zack Saber Jr. doing that to someone the other night. I think it was it was hilarious. But uh, yeah, these guys kill each other, and uh, it, I don't know why, man. Like they're, they're both all buddies and shit. They just go super fucking hard. I really liked it, and I know. El Desperado is like a kind of junior size, but I didn't realize that Do- how how junior junior size Doki was, I guess, until this tournament. He's maybe it was after that match I saw he had with El Fantasmo, where El Fantasmo's two legs were too le- <laughs> too long for the uh, actual lucha ma- moves that uh, Doki was doing, but uh, it just made me laugh. But this is really good. There's a great t- Doki choky spot, but. Uh, yeah, uh, Doki, I love him, man, but you never beaten a champ. Numero dos, numero dos, and El Desperado wins. So I've got to start calling out the winners. It's numero dos, El Desperado, on five points now because of that draw with Hiromu and Doki on four. I thought it was pretty solid. I know you're going to like this one, Mr. Andy, am I right? Oh, yeah. This is, I like, Um, Doki is like, we're, me and everybody in the crowd were like, come on, we want Doki to win. Come on. So you know? bad. And I'm like, so bad. I was like, go Doki. Like at certain points, I was doing the little, yeah, you know, that he does. I was yes. so happy. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes. and then Desperado's like, oh, well, you have a leg. 
and I don't like that. So he just starts <laughs> destroying his leg, and I was like, oh. Yeah. But he had these cool comebacks, like the that that gory special, like hold thing into a backslide, and uh, the inverted bow and arrow thing he does, and then like Dookie hits the gory special backpack deal, and I I he is the real babyface master. I love that, and uh, but that key moment, Doki Choki. And then Desperado just gets numero dos. And I was like, oh, because the crowd was like, <laughs> yes, someone's going to tap to the Doki Choki finally. And they didn't need it, you know, because he's a champion. So. <laughs> he would look like this shit is champion if he tapped to that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a Carter tapping out to the butterfly lock or something. <laughs> butterfly lock. <laughs> Yeah, what did you think of this Lexus Montez? Uh, let's see, what did I think of this match in particular? I think, it, like Luke said, it was some good lucha stuff. Um, I think this match was a uh, a a peek through the looking glass, huh? Nudge, nudge. But uh, mm. it was a peek through the looking glass for Doki. I think if Doki becomes like the top guy in the June division, this match was to prove that he could. Do it that he could that he could stand on his own too and be the top junior in the junior division. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty good. A lot of lucha stuff that I really didn't expect from these two, but at the same time I should have seeing how they both like like had stints in Mexico. Uh, but yeah, it was a good match. I feel like you're right. Like Doki had that uh, amazing when Hiromu came back this time around for this run he's on now. God. His first match back was like this 30 minute match with Doki and. I think he, he purposely chose Doki. He was like, I picked Doki. Yeah. Because, like I said, Doki, this match is to show you that Doki, it could be the guy. Yeah. But it could take some time, depending on what happens with El Desperado. Hiromu says he's going to be a junior forever. So Desperado, if he, you know, is feeling froggy and decides to become a heavyweight in the next year or so, um, he could do that, and then Doki could be the next guy in line to take that spot that Desperado has. Um, yeah, it was cool because they traded gory specials like back to back, and it was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, but I I also am so so wrong, like I always am, uh, where I for the oh. longest time thought El Desperado was Doki, but they are not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's racist. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, man, that, that match was. Uh, so yeah, he can he can hang with the champion. He can hang with the top baby face in the division. Yeah, Doki's the. I love Doki, and I love this next match too. It's El Fantasmo versus Ishimori. Starts a little weird for me because El, Des- uh, El Fantasmo comes out. And he's like, there's no jacket. It's all dark and stuff. And he's like, where's my jacket? So I thought Ishimori would come out with the jacket on, all lit up and stuff. No, he doesn't. Don't even see that jacket for the whole match. Like, what happened to it? What's going on? <laughs> then I see that Marty Asami is refing this match, and I'm like, yeah, that's 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 a, that's the shit right there. Ishimori <laughs> and El Fantasmo with Chompy. This is going to be great. And it was. Like, they would do – they did everything they would do to their tag team opponents – to each other, like uh, nipple cripples, back rakes, like the tree of woe crotch stomping stuff. They do it to each <laughs> other with glee, Augusto. It's hilarious. But as the, I love the story of this match too, because as that keeps happening, 
uh, every time they just kind of ramp it up a little bit and just ramp it up and then they're just trying to run up each other and then they start doing gnarly moves on each other and shit. There's a good poison run by Ishimori. It's a really cool, cool destroyer-looking thing by him as no, well. Fuck that. Sorry, Luke. I don't want to interrupt you from doing your thing. These motherfuckers hit a front flip pile driver. I don't know yes. how that. I don't know how EOP is not dead, but holy fuck, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh my god, this match is so fucking good. And the only problem is, like, maybe you, you two gentlemen can uh, clarify it for me, but it feels like the match is going at full steam, and then uh, Ishimura is like oh, shit, I better get distracted now and lose. And he does. So El Fantasma kind of just rolls him up, and then they kind of make up and walk away together, and that's fine. But what happened at the end there? Like, what did I miss? Did I miss something? You did, Luke. Uh, let me take you back to uh, WrestleMania 24, <laughs> where Shawn Michaels wrestles Ric Flair in that retirement match, if you look yeah. at the body language and the gesture, it is reminiscent to the sorry, I love you super kick. And then Ishimori has second has buyer's remorse and stops. And that's how the roll-up happened. Ah, oh, that's right. Ishimori hesitated a little bit, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. also a, a story beat that we're missing is that Ishimori has the loaded boot. So like, like, and that's, you know, ELP like doesn't have that in this match because Ishimori like took it, whatever he's putting in, you know, because at the beginning you see Ishimori tapping his foot like ELP does. So he has the, the sudden death and ELP can't win. Now my issue, this match is fucking awesome, but my, the finish, so good. I mean, the finish is weird though. And we've had that issue with ELP before where the finishes aren't like the finish is not executed right yeah. for whatever reason. And like here, the roll up looks like a double pin. And I thought they both won. I was like, oh, they both. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I don't know. It looked like a double pin to me. So that was weird. But uh, this is really good. And ELP's like the baby face in the match. And Ishimori's just destroying him. And uh, I just quit taking notes halfway through it because I was like, this is fucking great. My only issue with this, um, other than that finish, is that, I mean, how are you going to rip off Taka Michinoku and Taichi? They tried to rip them off. Uh, from 2016 with the hokey pokey at the beginning of the match, they like refused to touch for like a couple minutes. And I was like, are you doing that? Are you stealing that shit? Fuckers. <laughs> you can't steal the, uh, <laughs> your favorite most rewatched match of, uh, of all time. In New Japan world. What about you, Mr. Alexis Montez? Did you like this match as well? Yeah. The other black guy on the podcast thinks this match is really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think, and I said this in my notes that this match is very uh, reminiscent of the, uh, of a time in WCW where it was sugar Shane Helm versus Shannon Moore when they were part of three count. And they had like, it was like, this Oh my God. Quick. Three count. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to three count. Shout out to three count. The real ones. No. Um, but it was like a reminiscent of that match that they kind of had the same pace where it was a straight banger, but they were, you know, in a faction or in a group together. So it was very, uh, you know, like we're friends. So yeah, it was good. It was a good match. This was a really great match. Um, Taiji Shimori is excellent. ELP. I'm kind of getting used to. Um, yeah, it, it was a good time. 
E- ELP takes a little time to warm up to. Like, I didn't like him at first either. I, I really didn't like him at all. And then when he's on commentary, I really didn't like him. But then, you know, he he won me over with that triple threat uh, from, was that at Wrestle Kingdom? I can't remember that triple threat with him and uh, others. So. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm just distracted by uh, old photos of three count. I just I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, man, three count was legendary, bro. When yeah. they were out here running around talking about who's the greatest three man faction in in wrestling, three fucking count. Are you fucking kidding me? They had Justin Courageous, Sugar Shane Helms, and Shannon Moore. What's up with y'all? <laughs> oh my god. I recommend. I, recommend I remember that find. The uh the triple threat like the the six man ladder match situation where it's like three count versus like I forgot what the uh the Asian team name was but they had Jamie Jamie Noble in that team which didn't make any sense yeah. uh, <laughs> so it was like Jimmy Wang Yang and somebody else and I think like Jamie Noble and it was it was a very wild situation. All right, I oh, just yeah. oh my god. The things that pop up when talking wrestling. All right, so here we are. Hiromu Takahashi versus Bushi. Uh, this match is really cool, too. Naito comes out for commentary and uh, Hiromu. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it in my notes. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm going to let you finish. But this match is not about Bushi at all. <laughs> this match mm-hmm. is about Naito and Hiromu just from their <laughs> from their first interaction before the bell even starts. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm going to do this match justice in a minute by getting uh, Andy to, to uh, break it down more for us. But I just love this because, like, Hiromu gives him the scrapbook and Naito's just like, eh, just throws it. It's like, it's like uh, Naito's sitting there thinking, like, yep, I'm going to toss this behind me. I'm going to break this trophy as well. Like, he's breaking <laughs> Milano, junior trophies. Milano, Milano. Usually Hiromu trusts Milano with the strategy guide. And Milano's face... He doesn't get it. And then, and then Naito just throws it. And Hiromu's like, ah! <laughs> I, if you guys haven't seen it, I made a very silly video online where I, I put the footage in slow motion, made it black and white, and just put thunder sound like strikes every time something happens. I'm really proud of that. I think it's funny. I might watch it after we get done recording and laugh and laugh and laugh. No, you won't. you got to go to work. But give us uh, your thoughts on Hiromu versus uh, Bushi, Mr. Andy. Take us through it. Okay, so, you know, obviously we have that hilarious thing at the beginning where, <laughs> you know, Naito throws the fur coat on the ground. He throws the strategy guide on the ground twice, and Hiromu's all pissed off. We got fast-paced action to start, of course, with Hiromu on offense. He goes for a dive, but does his fake-out only to instantly get drop-kicked in the face and I love New Japan's camera work because Bushi's not in frame and he just, bam, gets kicked. You know, Hiromu gets kicked in the face from out of nowhere. It's awesome. Uh, I love that so much. Hiromu heals out on Bushi and beats him up for a while. Uh, then we get tremendous Lucha-inspired wrestling. Uh, Bushi hits a destroyer for two and goes up for MX. Uh, Hiromu dodges and sends Bushi flying into the turnbuckle for a double down. Apron bomb for a double down count out spot on the outside. Hiromu sends Bushi in to save them. I don't know what that means, but uh, save them both. I don't know what that means. And starts his five moves of doom. Oh, to save them both from the count out. We get to see this again, which it makes sense in this match, but not really 
you know, if, if you're wrestling your friend, wouldn't you kind of want to win by count out so that you don't beat them up as much, but yeah, I don't understand this whole thing where uh, heel wrestlers are suddenly chivalrous and like, no, I don't want to win by count out. That's fucking dumb. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? All right. So five minutes. Looking at you, Tongaloa. <laughs> right. So then Bushi busts out the thing we haven't seen in so long. The black mist. He hits Hiromu with it, which I mean, I love to see it. I'm so happy. I'm a little afraid because of COVID. But at the same time, this is awesome. You never saw Bushi loaded up. You never knew it was coming. It was great. He hits a, he hits a code breaker. Hiromu flips rocks. He does the 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 rock selling a uh, a what do you call the fucking the. I don't know. The way The Rock would sell the the stunner, it, he does that and flips into the ropes. It's great. Hiromu yeah. counters MX with a code breaker of his own and just keeps going and going and going. Hiromu kicks out of everything. He looks insane with the black mist all over his face. And then time bomb two, Hiromu wins. Lexus Montez, what do you think? Uh, I think that you guys need to put some respect on Bushi's name, man. Bushi is so smooth. And like I feel like not a lot of people talk about Bushi's smoothness and his 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 just basically nimbleness in the ring. Like Bushi is a former junior heavyweight champion. Not a lot of people remember that, but he has he definitely won the title from Kushida at one Multi-time, point. Multi more than once, more than once. No, he's won it only one time. Really? Yeah, he only that's true, man. He won the tag title with Romu, and he only won it one time. Huh? Yeah, man. Sad. But at the same time, more. but at the same time, Bushi's great. Hiromu's great. Uh, I think when you, when you're talking about chivalry with heels, um, I think the, with this sort of scenario, it's, you don't want to disrespect your friend by taking a count out victory. You want to beat your friend via, you know, regular means by pinning them just to prove, you know, a little bit of dominance. Got to watch more anime, Andy. Got to watch more anime. Uh, <laughs> nah, same nah, time, yeah, I think this match is great. I think it's a very much chaotic energy versus like calm smoothness. And um, I'm a big fan of both of these guys because you know why? Lij Mark. But at the same time, <laughs> Naito and Hiromu—that's the storyline. I'm sorry, Bushi, but the storyline here is Hiromu versus Naito at some point because of their senpai kohai sort of situation they have going on. So it's a great match, man. It's a great main event. Yep. You're right. So he did win the title only once. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, junior yep. tag championship one time with the, the partner of Shingo, actually, was, so, which is crazy. And then uh, he is four-time uh, never six-man champion. And But the most prestigious thing, it, the most prestigious thing on Bushi's record is that he won the 2021 Rambo. So. Oh, well done. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do. That miss spot got me. Like uh, I'm watching this match. I'm like, well, Bushi's always going to lose against Hiromu. By the way, I love that whole thing. It's like Bushi's a great wrestler. I agree, he's really good. And I just, I, I just love this idea of a story happening in the background. Going like, all right, Bushi, congrats. We're going to put you in the coolest faction in New Japan. Oh, awesome! This is gonna be great. And you're the jobber. God damn it. Uh, so uh, I guess he's kind of like the coolest job in New Japan has. Uh, yeah, he wasn't always like that, though. Cause yeah, he, he yeah. was 
Yeah, when Bushi came from All Japan, um, he was kind of like a big deal because he was like, I think like the CMLL Cruiserweight Champion or something like that. And then he entered this like lifelong feud with Kushida um, and where Kushida bested him majority of the time because that was the feud at the time. At one point, Bushi was number two and Kushida was number one. And then Bushi had to slide down because guess who came in? You guessed it. Billy Goat himself, Will Ospreay. So Will he had to slide down for Will Ospreay, and then he kept going and kept going and kept going. And this is the Bushi that we have now. Man, he needs to start sliding up. That was a great match. Uh, Hiromu on seven, uh, Bushi on four. And, yeah, the missed spot, that was the, that was the part. I was like, Bushi's no way. He's got no chance at all. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was really hey, cool stuff. Uh, I, knew, I knew you guys would have, my, have this uh, – match done better than I would because you were both uh, super LIJ guys, so yeah, that was good night wrestling. You are too. You like LIJ. Yeah. You like LIJ you when Evil was a part of LIJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, listen, so this next night, I have something I gotta throw in here, and Lexus Montez, you should be very proud of me for this, because I, I uh, this Andrew. I mean, well, okay, I remember you said that. Um <laughs> The uh, the this next night of uh, Best of Super Juniors Night Six is in the Fujisawa City um, Cultural Gymnasium, um, and uh, this gymnasium it also served as a model for the popular manga Slam Dunk. Well, time out! So, time out! Time out! What did you just say? The gymnasium that they're wrestling in on Best no, of Super Juniors that, Night Six. Get that, get that. Go ahead. Get to the M word. Come on. It is a, a manga. Uh, no, uh, slam dunk. Is it? What's not? Is it? Is it pronounced some a different way? Pronounced manga. manga. Oh my god! You told me you were proud of me. I was. You said manga like a freaking weed. Hey, <laughs> I, I like I like Ryu. Okay. Wow. Hey, can I click off now? Can I click off? Uh, no. No, right. I manga, manga, manga. No, that's not a thing. Manga. Go ahead. Do your thing. <sighs> Slam dunk. So I know that you're a big manga fan. Uh, uh-oh, here comes manga. <laughs> All right, let's talk not, about the rest of these. Not funny. And actually, uh, I'm more of a fan of Kuroko's Basket than I am Slam Dunk. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. I'm not going to question it. But there is two nights of, in a row of Best of Super Juniors, so that was nice. <laughs> hey, did it, I wonder how many people like me sat down for a night of World Tag League uh, only for the second match to come at the start and be like, oh, okay, cool. So we first we have Yuto and Nakashima versus Ryohai Iwa. Uh, guess what? It's a draw. So uh, what? next, yeah. <laughs> oh. Next match we've got Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Ryusuke Taguchi. Man, I really, I think I really like this one. I should read the notes and find out. <laughs> Taguchi, can you believe it? He gets jumped by Kanemaru. Can you believe that? <laughs> he's jumping everyone. Kanemaru is just like, he just, and of course he's going to let Taguchi run the ropes. He's not going to expend his energy if he doesn't have to. Man, this one had really fun back and forth. I like how we. Taguchi did the dodon and then just moved it back into like a German pin. Then I like how Katamaru is like, you know, I'm going to, this is like the previous match show trying to outreach Katamaru and Katamaru is like, no, 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 I know all the tricks. And Taguchi being like, no, no, 
I, I know I know all your bullshit too. So uh, low blow misses. Then there's a dodon into a low blow kick, and then uh, he shoves him into the ropes and rolls him up. So uh, Taguchi on four, Kanemaru on eight. And uh, I guess Taguchi's doing this kind of weird thing where he's like shaking, I, I guess. I guess that's... <laughs> I guess we're discovering why you shouldn't have sex before, like, a, a sporting event or something, because, like, what is that? What's he doing? He's all wobbly need. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Mr. Mr. Lexus one says, what do you think of this one? You know exactly what I thought about this one, Luke. You know exactly what I thought about it. Oh. I'm going to give you some positive words. It was a slightly serious Taguchi. Taguchi was slightly serious. Not all the way. He was about 65%. And he gave Kanemaru a pretty good match. Um, yet again, Taguchi in these situations don't really do it for me. So I watched half of the match to see what was going on. But it was exactly, <laughs> it was exactly what I thought. Taguchi was going to do his Taguchi thing. He was going to be silly and weird. And I had to accept it because you know why? I'm contracted to watch these matches with you guys. So thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they aren't really going super hard in this match, you know, which I get it. I don't blame them, you know, but I really like that spot where Taguchi's selling his leg and he's all wobbly legged and it's, it's like distracting and it, you know, cause it's so silly. And then like he goes for a roll up. So he does that in the next match too. And it's a fun thing that he's doing. So as we know though, Luke, what do, what do junior wrestlers hate? Legs. That's right. So, um, you know, Kanemaru is like, fuck your leg. And Taguchi's like, oh, well, fuck your leg, too. And that's kind of that's the match. You know, I, I, I do have a question for Alexis Montez. Um, does every match need a ref ref bump? Like, do we need that in every match? Hey, man, you've seen enough indie wrestling to know that's the damn truth. Ah, uh, well, one promotion in particular. Yes. But uh, we might have six ref bumps at the finish of the match in that place. I feel like a ref bump has to happen in, like, the main event. I feel like that's the only reason a ref bump could happen. I personally hate ref bumps, but uh, that's just me. Um, So, you know, I'm nobody, but at the same time. It's getting... I I don't I usually don't mind it, but, man, it's getting a little much. I mean, it's like... it's. I think it's in three matches on this night, and it's like, man... Yeah, somebody's like, yo, guys, we're, we got two ref bumps in front of us. Yeah. Maybe we should go for the ref bump here. We, they need to get our friend Aaron Williams backstage to, uh, you know, to maybe like agent that <laughs> be like, listen, what? You can't do that. <laughs> I kind of feel All like we're things. getting we're going to get two nights of the juniors that are great. And then you got this show in the middle, which is fine. Yeah. So I, I feel like this is that's kind of the theme running for that throughout the whole rest of the night. I guess they were exhausted from the last last show they did last night. I guess, but uh, we got Show versus Doki, and uh, you know it's nice to know that uh, Show's House of Torture T-shirt has a little uh, compartment in it to hold his spanner, because <laughs> I know my fucking House of Torture T-shirt does not have that. I don't think so. I did, I never checked actually. I'll check next time. I'll let you, everyone know next uh, episode. So you hold on to your hats for that one. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, D- Doki got a lot of his shit in with this one. Got uh, pretty close to winning, but, uh, uh, you know, I think he even got to out-cheat show with weapons, which is really cool. So, uh, yeah, ref bump, 
low blow, spanner, then some choking. Uh, shows the first man on double digits at 10 and uh, Doki on four. I know Mr. Alexis Montez thought this match was amazing. So I'm going to go to you, Mr. Andy. What do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, Dookie, this uh, theme song, man, God, let's, come on, man. Let's show him a little respect and get him a decent theme song. It is garbage. And uh, there's a couple it's guys. It's so in shit. I mean, it is. It, it, it's speaking of WCW, it reminds me of some generic WCW theme that like the jobber comes out to or whatever. So um, it is bad. But um, I like that show. He's doing heel work right. He will not attack until he has the advantage. And I love that. That's great. That's like a basic, you know, wrestling psychology thing that people forget about a lot of times. And like heels will heal out for the sake of healing out. And it's like, no, you heal out to get an advantage so that then you can attack. You know, um, it's like, you know, you don't ask the girl out until you talk to one of her friends and go like, hey, does she like me? Am I going to get rejected here? And the answer is no, she doesn't like you. And yes, you're going to get rejected when it's me. But uh, but you ask, you know. So um, what is it here? Dookie is getting over on show a little bit at the beginning. He goes for a plancha and show just throws a young lion in the way and starts the heat on Dookie. So <laughs> show hates Dookie's eyes and keeps like trying to like take him out of his skull. It's not cool. Um, Show tries the throwing a young lion trick again, but Doki knows that one. He can learn even without his eyes, and he does an acai moonsault instead, which is great. That gory special, uh, but uh, Show does small joint manipulation. He uses the ref to hit a spear. Uh, pile driver reversed in the Doki Chokey. That was really cool. Daybreaker for two. Come on, Doki. Come on. I'm like pumping my fist, like, come on, win. But no. Okay. It's not to be. He did block it with the pole, though. The like, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Dookie the or uh, Show came out with a wrench, and he <laughs> and Doki suddenly has his pole. <laughs> That's great. I like it. I can call him Spanner again. I, mean, I guess I'm confusing you guys. Uh, the wrench. I always meant to say the wrench. The wrench. The watch. Uh, yeah, the large. <laughs> Do you want to talk about <laughs> this match, Mister Lexus, or should we move on to Wato Yo? <laughs> Listen, man, you know what time it is. <laughs> All right. Master Wato versus Yo. Uh, so I like this match, except like there's this apparently Yo has a move called the Stargazer. I guess if I see him do it, I don't know what it is. It, apparently it's some kind of leg submission. I'm watching him try to do it. And sometimes every now and again I'll see in wrestling someone try to put a submission hold on and they'll just look at the guy's legs, look at what he's doing, and just be like Wait, this leg goes here for this part for the, and all while he's trying to put the stargaze to move on 100% properly for it to be like painful and shit. Watto's already crying that he's in pain and kind of crawling over to the ropes and stuff. I'm like, okay, I guess I guess if you've almost got the submission hold on, it it still kind of hurts a little bit, I guess, and you need to go to the ropes. So uh, maybe Watto's just. just sees what's going to happen. But, yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing, you know? Just put the put the freaking submission on. Uh, other than that, this match is fine. Uh, I couldn't believe – I, you know, I could be made to believe either guy could have won this. It was fine. Uh, directed drive and Yo wins. He does the impossible, everyone. The impossible. Yo wins two matches in a row. 
And Watto's still on two points. Poor Watto. Even Doki's beating Watto. Like, poor Doki. <laughs> uh, Mr. Lexus, what do you think of Watto versus Yo? I did not like this match at all. I think this match, <laughs> let's be there safe. Um, if you really like, I don't know, if, if I want to be nitpicky, which I'm not in this capacity, but it was let's be safe the match, and I'll let you guys read between the lines here. Um, Watto's kicks look bad in this match, and I don't want to shit on Watto, but they looked so just flimsy, and they weren't, like, crisp. Uh, yo, I don't know, man. Yo, he just, it's like he almost, like, you know, called collect and was waiting for somebody to pick up the call but it was just not it wasn't what i thought it was going to be it had potential to be really good um but i don't i didn't like it uh another thing that we need to talk about that we need to clear the air about and that we just need to be honest about gentlemen no one catches wato when he does that like tornillo dive (laughs) like let's let's all be real no one catches him when he spins through the air and he comes crashing down he's like He just comes down like a ton of bricks. It's real bad. But, hey, I didn't enjoy this match at all. What about you, Andrew? Um, yeah, I understand. I, 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 No one wants to catch Watto. But also, Watto kind of is a little unpredictable. And I think that, like, that's obviously a really important part of being a wrestler is being predictable to your opponent so that you guys can do the moves, you know, and (laughs) and I think that sometimes he comes flying, he comes off that and they think he's going to come flying, but he's damn jumping. Um, I guess that's what a dive is. But I have something positive to say about this match. I want this more in matches. This is like a great spot that seems fairly safe, that always gets a huge pop from me, and usually crowds too, especially if it's done right. And that is that um, Water like goes for his Louisville Slugger, which is the the fucking, you know, uh, what is it, uppercut off the top rope, and gets gets just fucking super kicked out of the air. I love that. That's a great spot. And it always looks good if it's done right. It's it's a good one. So, you know, flying nothing, basically. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about Watto versus Yo. Poor Watto, by the way. Come on. Can't be Yo. Damn. Yeah. I do like what uh, Lexus said, though, about it being safe. Because, you see, Taguchi in the previous match was going to test Watto at the start. And he did. There was a bit of that. So, uh, I don't feel like Yo is going to be the guy that uh, got to test him. Because he's... He's only been back a short while himself. Yeah. He's too busy trying to do his own shit, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fine. Yeah. This this whole night, there's a couple really cool matches, but this whole night to me just felt, yeah, it's fine. It's it's, it's fine. But we've got our Tasmo and Bushi. Uh, like, this is just like a weird matchup for me, like not just because of who wins. It, and it's fine. It's just like kind of – I never I never just – talked up Bushi's praises just before, but this one never really got going for me. I'm sorry. Uh, MX uh, by Bushi, and Bushi pins El Fantasma, which is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty sweet. And he just uh, he just did that. But what do you guys think? Maybe you can uh, can uh, fill this in for me, Mr. Andy. What do you, what do you, what do you got here? Uh, the only thing I really want to mention about this is I'm confused. ELP, listen, sometimes there's too much going on. Like, he has... 
the the boot gimmick. Okay, well, that's enough. Let's not let's not add five thousand things to it. Or you know, if so, do it in a creative way, like he does in a, a later match. But like he sell a couple times in this tournament, he's done this where he's like about to do something and then he starts selling the leg that has the loaded boot. Why? What? And then he'll hit the sudden death and then like, but it's not like to distract someone. It's like something's wrong. And it's like, why are you selling your leg? I don't understand. So that's confusing to me. Uh, there's some very good shit in here. Styles clash. And, you know, uh, there's a fucking plancha Rana from Bushi. And I'm almost positive he hit his head. That is by far one of the most dangerous moves in pro wrestling that no one ever talks about is a Rana to the floor. And, uh, Bushi hits his head, so good times. And uh, I don't know, I don't have much else to say about it. It's fine, Mr. Montez. Um, I agree. Uh, I've been in a situation where I try to do the plancha rana, and either number one, the dude collapses before I can even hit the rana, or the dude collapses before I can even hit the rana. Um, I also, <laughs> there's a lot going on in this match as far as with ELP. I don't like when he goes into much. that. Uh, uh, that spam. What's what's like a gag character in a fighting game where he like does everybody's move? Yes, it's it's, like I don't like it's like it's a but that's a bullet club thing, right? Where like the guys will do the the finishers of the previous leaders because they're going to be the next leader and that's what he's trying to do but again it's too much right uh i i could see that but it's only it's only happened in big match situations like when aj styles used the uh bloody sunday he did it to win the heavyweight title right you're right you're right when kenny did the styles clash and the bloody sunday he did it to win the g1 that year so with elp just like running around just doing spamming these moves it's like dude we get it you're in bullet club these are the leaders of bullet club's past hopefully this is foreshadowing that you know um he will be the leader of bullet club someday if that's uh the case aka uh shattered glass white man enter whatever andy said in one of the podcasts we did um but (laughs) i think that it's too much. It's just like, I get it. And then if you ever notice it, he messes up the flow on a certain person's moves. Um, and it's like, all right, I understand what we're doing here, but I don't need to see that in your arsenal. That's like somebody's doing uh, specifically a, uh, uh, a John Cena's five moves of doom. Like, I don't need to see that every single time that you have a yeah. match. Do it once in a while. Do it in important situations, but don't matches. Yeah, don't give it to me every single night, especially if you're on a tour like Best of the Super Juniors or even in the G1. I think that he needs to peel it back a little bit and give us at least I don't know a Bloody Sunday here or there, or maybe a Styles Clash here or there. But I don't know. That's just my take. I'm agreeing with Young Andrew on the other side of the line. Um, this match was okay. Um, I I am excited that Bushi won. But it was just okay. It wasn't too exciting. Yeah. And I'm going to sound like such an arsehole here because I feel like I really like this next match, Robbie Eagles versus El Desperado. I just feel like I've seen it like at least twice before in recent months because I have. But that, And not only that, also with tag team title matches as well. So uh, it's fine. Uh, now, I see it, Estandia, and you're correct. Robbie has El Desperado on the mat. 
gathers his knees up, or you know, Desperado's knees up to smash it down. This is the move you described, and I'm like, right, I was looking for it this time, and he and he does. He throws his hands up for the for the crowd to cheer, and I'm just like, you're gonna smash his knees, man. Like that that's that's not like you get up, you do ten punches, and you're like, ah ha ha. That's that's not what we're doing here. That's a bit healy. You're right. But uh, this this match gets really good as it progresses, I thought. It's great. Uh, the, the only problem is, as I said, we got this recently. So, uh, yeah. Uh, El Desperado nearly taps. And uh, it's uh, Eagles hits this uh, flipping DDT thing. And then almost a turbo backpack. But El Desperado rolls him up. And, and uh, El Desperado beats Robbie Eagles again. And then for some reason, Robbie Eagles is like, I'm challenging you in Australia. And I'm like, what's going on here? What's 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 that? I don't, I don't know what's going on here. But you, you won't be able to travel to Australia. That's not, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, so El Desperado, on, it's just, it is what it is. It's like, you know, where's Gino? El Desperado on seven and Robbie Eagles on four. So I thought this was was pretty good. They've had a few matches this year, bit bit close, and uh, you know all the junior titles tied together and stuff, which can be a bit annoying sometimes. But uh, Mr. Lexus, did you like Robbie Eagles and El Desperado? Uh, so. Yeah, I like uh, I like this match. I think this match was fine. Um, I don't know what it is about El Desperado in main events. I truly don't. What he can't have them? Like he can, but it's just like it doesn't feel like it. Well, that's because this isn't the main event. I know it's not the main event, but I think <laughs> you finish before you start laughing and growing hair at the same time. Um, I think that this match could be a reflection of if, say, this were a main event, would it feel like a main event? No. It feels like is this is the exact level of match that Desperado should have on this exact level on the card. Does that make any sense, anybody? <laughs> yeah. So he's doing yeah. what we expect him to do. Is that right? Yeah. He's he's semi-main, but he's the champion. It's like when you're the champion on, say, WWE programming, and you're like this wrestler's wrestler, but you're only in the semi-main event to, say, a gag main event. <laughs> I feel like you're right. I feel like when Shingo comes out, even for matches where he's not wrestling for the title or anything like that, but Shingo's there and he's going to kick your ass and he's going to come at you. And Elder Sprite maybe doesn't bring that full intensity or show signs of it every match. I don't know. This this whole night for me felt like, yep, all the good wrestlers are in, in, in there. The ingredients are there. But um, I guess that happens sometimes when you do a round-robin tournament. Eventually it gets to the weird combination where none of the matches quite wow. But... Uh, Let's do it. Let's get into the main event here. Muscle, muscle, oh, 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 yeah. Before we move on, sorry, Luke. You guys yep. also missed the epic dive that Robbie Eagles did to take yeah, out. I, 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 yes. <laughs> I mean, he hits an awful dive in this match, and it's like it like kills the the crowd for a second. You know. Also, you know. Also, something we didn't mention is that he did try to get the Spencer Tracy special on, but uh, <laughs> you know, it it didn't quite work. Desperado got to the ropes, so. Uh, very important to make sure that we mention that. And also, Desperado won with like this lucha like leg trap pin. Um, yeah. And he fucking he owns Robbie. So like like that's just one of those matchups that like he just fucking owns him. So it is what it is, you know. Yep. 
And here we go. Hiromu Takahashi versus Muscle Chihuahua, which is uh, <laughs> my favorite of the silly nicknames Hiromu has for the other wrestlers. And uh, Muscle Ch- Chihuahua uh, works the arm, even throws a chair at Hiromu's arm. So uh, there is that. And I guess there is a guy that's uh, putting on matches that deserve to be last on the card. Uh, I guess uh, he is the face of the division. Uh, you're right, Mr. Alexis. Uh, yeah, because this match becomes pretty fucking nuts. Uh, I like the sliding German. I know, I know he always does that. But I really like that. Hiromu's trying to get a poison rana on Ishimori over the top rope. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it's well, awesome, that, Death Valley. That... That's yeah. like a hold. That's a hold he's been doing, you know, and he can't use his arm in this match because Ishimori's destroyed it. So he has to use his legs. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Yep. And uh, there's a pretty cool D- DVD on the uh, apron there. I always love Death Valley drivers and Muscle Chihuahua actually won with this super spinning hurricane bone lock thing. So he does this. He spins him around like a hurricane runner kind of stuff, lands, bone lock, it's over. Muscle Chihuahua on eight, Hiromu on seven. Yeah, Hiromu's first loss, I think, because he's, had, a, he's uh, had nothing but wins and now draw. So that was my favorite match of the night, uh, of that second night. Uh, the rest of the matches just felt a little flat to me, but uh, Ishimori, Hiromu, I thought brought it. Uh, what do you guys think, uh, Lexus? Um, Andrew, do you remember the finals of, I forgot what year, Best of Super Juniors, um, but it was Hiromu versus Ishimori? Uh, probably. I'm not sure. I don't remember specifically. Is there a callback to that match in this one? the tumble down the stairs. I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then there was one part in the in that match where it seemed like, Ishimori just like stopped giving a fuck and stopped cooperating with Hiromu. Mm. That's no, me. Uh, but it was it, to say all that to say this. I think Ishimori secretly hates Hiromu, but for some odd reason they work work really well together because Ishimori is just a master at professional wrestling. That's just a well known fact in the universe. Yep. But at the same time, Hiromu, yet again, is chaotic energy in professional wrestling, but it works very well. So it's like you have this smooth, like, gelled uh, muscle chihuahua killer machine versus this out-of-the-box, out-of-the-lines, punk rock, like, darling in wrestling. So it makes it very much a dramatic effect. Um, This match is smooth, but it's also very scary. It's also very much a action-packed situation, but it's also a, is Hiromu going to die in this match? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I like it. I think it's great. These are two of my favorites. Um, Ishimori is just, like I said, he's a master at work. So anytime you guys see him, ex- enjoy him while you can, because who knows how long the Chihuahuas got, but he's great, man. Um, I didn't expect Hiromu to lose this match. Um just because, but yeah, I think Ishimori secretly hates Hiromu, but they work really well together. He, like, Ishimori had to win this. Like halfway through the match, I'm thinking, well, if Ishimori doesn't win this, he's he's buried, you know, because he's like destroyed Hiromu's arm, you know, and Hiromu is like crazy, like you said. So he bumps on 
his arm that's broken, you know, that we know is surgically repaired. And like, he really plays into that. And that's crazy. And I love it. There is a, like the turning point in this match is um, a flipping dragon screw arm whip by Ishimori. And like Roma's shoulders fucked after that. Ishimori takes advantage, of course, and he does all kinds of cool heat spots, which I love. And Hiromu actually tucks his arm in, you know, like he's uh, what's uh, what's like it's best of the best, you know. And and Eric Eric uh, Roberts is in the final match, and he's like, just pop it, Tommy, pop it. And uh, you know, and he's got to tape his arm up and go in there and defend himself with one arm. That's a tremendous movie. Um, but uh, I guess you guys don't like that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, they do awesome lucha shit. It's like stuff, four. I just <laughs> yes, but the first one's the good one. The rest of them are shit. But uh, I just I really like the selling by Hiromu and the fact that he lost makes perfect sense to me. It's it's really good. It's a good match. Yep. And yeah. So uh, you know, if the rest of the show was flat, you can always count on Hiromu to bring something out of the opponent that he's facing, and he did. All right, our final show, everyone. The best of, of this episode, I guess. Well, this part of the episode. Who knows? It's best of Super Juniors. <laughs> night, we, we, we still got World Tag League. Best of Super Juniors, Night 7 at Corican Hall. And we've got uh, Kosai Fujita and Rio Hayaiwa. Yep, they have a draw. Uh, this one ends with them both wailing on each other. And I will just go straight into it. Doki versus Taguchi. And... Uh, <laughs> All right, what's the deal here? Taguchi brings in this, like, foam stick that it's like a foam version of Doki's kind of pole thing he's got. And he just uses it to fuck with uh, both Doki and the ref, ref a little bit with the with the, the, the foam. So that's pretty funny. Doki then punishes him with the uh, the real thing, though. So that uh, that uh, gave me a big smile. This match is awesome. I like, I like the, to see both these guys going for it as well. There's lots of really cool chemistry Really fast moving, and look, uh, I'll say I could have done with another five or ten minutes of this. Uh, I wanted uh, a little more actually. So, uh, Doki on six, Doki on four, Taguchi on six, Taguchi picking up uh, the win here. So, yeah, uh, I wanted more, uh, but uh, I guess it's a good start. Uh, what do you think, Andy? I wish Taguchi would have won, or I'm um, excuse me, Doki, because yeah. you know Taguchi comes out with this like toy that he bought off the Tokan shop or whatever, and like and uh, you know Doki, as we know, he fights with a real pole. Yeah, um, we get uh, nothing. No, okay. Nice. Uh, Canadian, no, that was pretty good. Canadian <laughs> Canadian ankle lock by Taguchi, tremendous. Love that. Um, and he does some that hilarious sell and collapse thing that he did with K Kanemaru, but Doki is smart. And he turns that into the Doki Chokey. I love the reversal stuff at the end, but you know, I want Doki to win matches. Damn it. Mr. Lexus Montez. Hey man, what's the next match? All right. He wasn't a fan of this one. Oh yeah, it's Taguchi, of course. All right, so we got uh, Bushi Bushi. I don't know why I said Bushi. Uh Bushi versus Robbie Eagles. I like this match too. Maybe for Best of Super Juniors Night 7, I was just sitting down there and I was like, I was doubly in the mood for wrestling. So I like all the matches tonight on this show. Like, uh, I like how they both choke each other with Bushi's t-shirt. So that's that's pretty fun. There's lots of great kicks in this one as well. And it all kind of turned when uh, Robbie was able to kind of uh, hit the turbo backpack in uh, not usually the way he usually hits it. So we kind of pulled it out of nowhere there, hit the Arthur Conan Doyle lock, 
and the bushy caps. Uh, it's not a long match, but I thought it was kind of nice, tight, exciting stuff. So uh, Robbie on six and Bushi on four. I thought it was solid. What about you, Mr. Lexus? I think this match does pick up at the end. It's really good. Uh, the thing that you definitely skipped over, Luke, that we need to address immediately. Bandana. Let's talk about Rob- the bandana. Unleashes the bandanas. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> like, yo, Robbie, what's up, man? <laughs> What's going on here? But no, this match gets very, very fast at the end. Very, very stiff at the end, too. There's a lot of stiff kicks in there. Um, I love Bushi's, like, headbutt dive that he does. It's amazing. Uh, I think Ryu Lee has probably the best one because he's like, sits you on the, uh, the uh, what are they, what are they called? Um, the guardrail, and he just dives at you and murders you. Um, but, yeah, that, Bushi gets a really great dive, um, and Robbie Eagles is a fantastic wrestler. Yeah, (laughs) Bushi's tope is done right because, you know, tope means head. So, you know, that's what it's it means head. So that's like what it's supposed to be. Um, But uh, anyway, I I was blown away by the bandana shenanigans here because Robbie Eagles looks like a different person without the bandanas on. I'm like, who is this guy? Why is this naked man in the ring? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Also, I really appreciated that he tried to put the Robert Meacham special on, but he did it Canadian style through the ropes, and the ref is not having it. Um, so that was funny. Lots of Canadian moves in this match, by the way, which means through the ropes. Bushi even hits the Canadian DDT after sweet dropkick right in Eagle's fucking face. Um, this is also the first time in the Super Juniors tournament this year that uh, Eagles has hit the Turbo Backpack. I liked it. It was decent, yeah, but yeah, nothing right. special for me. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We've got uh, Yo versus Taiji Ishimori. So uh, if, and if any of you, if you two guys know the comic book artist, Rob Liefeld, uh, he's known for in the nineties, drawing lots of Marvel comics and shit. And all of his, he created Deadpool. So all of his characters have like lots of pouches and pockets that are useless. Like when in doubt, put a pouch or a pocket on it. That's Yo's shorts. <laughs> That's where I'm going with this. Look at your shorts. There's so many freaking pockets on it. What do I do with this part of Yo, empty, homie like, empty white space? White cargo shorts. What's going on? Yeah. And what is it with those? It's got, uh, it's got little little wrenches in there, you know. <laughs> anyway, of course, Ishimori's going to work that arm to uh, set him up for the uh, boner lock. I like uh, – here we go. I wrote the same note. I like Ishimori sliding German. Uh, seen it a few times shredder does that uh leg flip thing and gets caught there's a stalling german by yo shredder sends yo into the ring pole through the corner uh, this match is i thought it was great uh so yo obviously didn't want to put on a great match with wato but he did with uh, ishimori and uh, robbie eagles i guess because uh I don't know. I really liked it. Yo hits the O'Connor Bridge like uh, Sonata would for the pin, and that's Yo's third win in a row, and it's against Taiji Ishimori, which is pretty big. Uh, I like this. What, what do you think, Andy? I, it's pretty good. I have two things to mention. Uh, one is is that I hate the bullshit 
WWE babyface comeback bump and feed, you know, where he's like, hits clothesline. And then the, and then the bad guy gets up and he hits another clothesline. And then he gets up and he hits another clothesline. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's fucking bullshit. I don't want that in New Japan. Like some people don't want cheating in New Japan, stuff like that. I don't want that bullshit in New Japan. And Yo does that in all his matches. And I fucking do But what he does do in this match, this is awesome. It's not really on him to do. It's kind of more Ishimori just getting up and being awesome. There's like this amazing like pop-up stalling german suplex in this match yeah it's awesome best part of the match mr montez no actually the best part of this match is the yoke up tombstone gimmick that ishimori did to yo <laughs> uh, it's amazing he just like muscles up yo and yo was like i would say like a foot or so taller than ishimori he's not a very tall man but he's freaking jacked. And what he does to Yo, he just jacks him up, puts him in a tombstone position, and does that, like, code breaker situation. Um, yeah. Also, one thing about Ishimori I think that's really good, yet again, because he's a master, is he's very versatile with how he wrestles. Um, if you notice, in this match, he was more, like, slower and methodical than, say, he's like was, like, with Hiroma, where he's, like, fast, and then he could be methodical. Or he's, like with ELP could be just straight fast and then slow it down at the end for this one. He mostly like worked a very slow ish pace. Um, so, uh, and controlled it very well. Uh, I think that yet again, something's up with yo where he needs to, like Andy said, I don't like that either with the, the bump and feed situation, but this is Yo's story to find himself. He's, he's finding what makes yo yo at this point. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a really good match um, on Ishimori's part. I think that Yo does have a lot of room to, like, discover himself outside of um, direct drive. But, uh, yeah, it was good. We've, we've made those those jokes on the show before, Alexis, that Yo might be the mighty Genetti, but uh, there's still time. We could be proved wrong. So. I hope so. Yeah. All right, so show versus Wato. I don't know why I wrote so many notes for this match, but uh, yeah, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I liked it. I can't remember. Let's let's find out. It's a brawl on the outside. Did it, oh yeah, Andy did talk about that match. All right, sorry, I thought I might have skipped a piece. I didn't. Yeah, so uh, Wato goes into the barricade really fucking hard. Like when you mentioned something, a uh, freaky bump to the legs or something, Andy, but with Robbie Eagles. Did you see how Wato collides with the uh, barricade here? Like the side yeah. of his face and neck are just kind of <laughs> raised. Yeah, like pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It, it it looked awesome. It kind of got me up out of my seat going, holy shit. Uh, then, you know, he just beats shit out of Wato with a chair, uh, you know, with uh, a ref being distracted by a young lion for some reason. I don't know. Show and Wato fight the ring, then back to the outside. Uh, Wato leaps over the railing and then t- t- you know, stops himself from landing into the crowd, turns around and jumps off the railing and does that uh, European uppercut kind of thing that he does when he's in the air. That was really cool. Uh, there's, oh, man. Like, in the ring, Wato gets all pissed off and uh, wails on show in the corner. There's a really cool German by Wato. I like German suplexes. Uh, the side of, like, yeah, this is where I start really noticing Wato's chin and shoulder kind of look a little messed up. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, it's uh, it's, it's getting darker there. Like, wow, oh, he, 
I don't think he hit that barricade quite the way he wanted to. Uh, show, show rolls out of an RPP attempt. Uh, he throws a chair in only to get so the ref can uh, throw it back out, and that allows him to bring in his wrench. Uh, it's got Watso in my notes, but Watto has so pinned dead to rights, but the ref is down. There's a low blow and the wrench and that triangle choke thing that shows using to finish people off after he uses that spanner and show hits 12. Watto on two. I don't think show's winning this. I think they look the big up at him now. And I think the story is yo is going to be the guy that kind of spoils him winning yeah. the tournament kind of, kind of like uh, shows the evil of this tournament. So he's going to get his come up and send, but uh, I thought there was this, uh, Pretty nifty stuff. It was, it was nice and violent, and uh, I guess it had the, the cheaty end that uh, Alexis isn't going to like. So I'll skip him and go to you, Mr. Andy. What do you think of this? <laughs> um, Watto's mean face is See? the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. He comes out, he's all mean. I'm a mean guy. I'm mean business. And then he proceeds to kick the shit out of show, and yeah. I like it. You know, I wish he would make no face. You know, I, I bitch about Sonata making facial expressions, but Sonata coming out and kicking the shit out of show with no facial expressions would be better than Watto making that stupid mean face. I wish he'd just come out and do it and almost smile. That'd be better, you know? So I, I like that. Um, he, d- he just screams and shows face at one point, and the crowd was like, <laughs> yeah! You know, and I was like, go Watto! <laughs> I was like, yeah, come on! And, uh, you know, unfortunately, this match ends for me when Watto climbs the top of ropes and acts like he's going to do the RPP. So, uh, you know, uh, show knows he's going to roll out of the way. So he goes ahead and does it. Cause he's like, Oh yeah, I see you moving. And then, and then Watto's like, Oh, and then d- like stalls and then does it, but he sees show already rolling and it's like, Oh, you fucked it up. Damn it. Um, that kind of <laughs> like screwed the match up a little bit for me, but you know, I wanted Watto to win. I hate seeing him fail. So. Lexus. Yeah. Alexis Montes, you got anything to say about it? About it? No? no? Okay. I mean, I, I, I skipped him, but he doesn't have to be skipped. He'll, he'll, Alexis will jump in when he wants. That's all good. Let's go into is he the, on? Is he on mute or something? Yeah, is he? <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I'm refusing to talk about show. I thought we were. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that's what was happening. All right, Yoshinori discovered. We're not talking about show on my end because I don't care okay. for people's show. All right, okay. so... Damn, jeez. It was uh, friend against friend night the other night, but uh, two friends that didn't get to wrestle each other were Katamaro and El Desperado. And uh, Katamaro wants a count out. Uh, they both argue on the outside as the ref counts them both out, and then so they go back, they both go back in. And as they go back in, Katamaru throws El Desperado back into the railing, and he almost wins that way. <laughs> it's lots of pit attempts next. Then uh, a long headbutt, headlock by uh, Katamaru. Just a long one. And it's funny, too. This one, he's just, like, dragging El Desperado around, won't let him get anything going, just, just like, drags him. Then he just drags him with that headlock to the outside, just DDTs him to the floor, as you do. All right. That's uh, what you're going to do to your tag partner. That's awesome. <laughs> Katamaro, uh, like, just really wrenching that head. Like, yeah, Desperado, he comes back, of course. What does he do? Well, he hates legs. It doesn't matter if it's his tag partner or not. 
Uh, I thought this was a pretty freaking cool match. Pinche Loco, and uh, that's nice. Uh, Desperado doesn't make his uh, tag partner tap out. So Desperado on nine, Camaro on eight. All right, Mr. Lexus, welcome back to the show. Entered the chat. What's up? What's popping? We good. We good. No, this match is. Uh, I feel like their match they had a few years ago where they were like brawling in the crowd was way better than this one. Um, this is fine. This is just Kanemaru respecting the fact that Desperado is the the junior champ, which is you know it is what it is. Um, I didn't really care too much for this match. Nothing really stood out to me. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything good to say about it. I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed the, uh, you know, Kanemaru doing the headlocks was really funny. He also <laughs> almost, almost did the Brad Armstrong point uh, to the point to the heavens leg scissors or head scissors. Excuse me. He went up and did the head scissors and then turned that into the the figure four. But he turned over and did like a push up while he's doing the figure four. Fucking great shit. I love that. I'm definitely pitching that to a friend of ours to do. And I wish someone would fucking bring back the Brad Armstrong points of the heavens head scissors. It's I think that would get over huge because no one even remembers that move. So. Nope, I have no idea what movie you're talking about, but. uh, (laughs) All right, here we are. It's our main event. It's the last of the three shows. It's it's a pretty good match too. Hiromu Takahashi versus El Fantasmo. And uh, <laughs> Hiromu really makes the ref check El Fantasmo's boot, which is <laughs> pretty funny. This is great. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Then El Fantasmo just tells him to apologize, and <laughs> he does. Yeah, but when he's told to bow, he's like, "All right, fine, whatever. Let's get this." And then he goes to bow and he gets back ranked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. There's a really nasty bump here where uh, El Fantasmo rolls to the outside and as Hiromu's on the apron, there's like some kind of kick and the bump look, bump look kind of nasty. Uh, yeah, so I did not finish my notes on this match. I must have just kept watching it. So here's me looking like, like I just said he loaded his boot up like like a cheeky bastard. Ah, he wins with the load of Brit. Andy, can you save me here? How does this yes, match end? Yes, I didn't absolutely. write the end. So I got everything you're else. Right, you're right that uh, Hiromu bumping on the apron uh, on his shoulder is fucking amazing, and that's kind of the turning point. That's when yeah. it's heat on Hiromu. They go back and forth in fantastic fa- fashion for quite a while. Ref bump, of course, and ELP takes his boot off and goes under the ring. And he go and he like gets whatever's under there and puts it back in the boot and then puts a shoe on. He does it kind of nonchalantly. And then uh, he goes back in the ring, sudden death. But Hiromu catches his foot and gets some offense in. They do all the power moves, time bomb into Styles Clash for a near fall, CRT into a Rana pin for another near fall, huge Lariato, sudden death in the fucking face, and ELP wins. Great finish. Love that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think I saw a tweet of something earlier on that made me think that El Fantasma was winning as well. I don't know. Sometimes like, that's what commentary does, right? It puts something in your head where you think, all right, that that's how it's going to finish. That's how it's going to be. But uh, what do you think, uh, Mr. Lexus? Did you like this match? I, I mean, I did. Andy said everything I was going to say, but you know, it's fine. 
<laughs> hey, we like sure wrestling moves too. Hey man, it was good. I thought it was yeah. good. I thought it was fun. Um, I think LP really needed to win, so I'm glad he did. Um, but yeah, Andy, Andy said it all, man. I got nothing. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's what Maybe, I'm, I'm here to do is take words out of your mouth. And then uh, El Fantasma then cuts a promo where he said a lot of the stuff uh, Mr. Lexus was mentioning. Uh, earlier, he cuts this promo that uh, maybe he should be the leader of Bullet Club. Dun, 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 to be continued. <laughs> yeah, What's babyface Jay White going to do from the States? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. If he's not back, if he's not back by the, the road to Wrestle King, King Kingdom uh, shows, I am going to be really upset. Because he's got, oh. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, it's going to be like, welcome to the Pro uh, Wrestling Noah podcast. Match, <laughs> match in what question is ELP versus Jay White for control of Bullet Club. Man, we're, we're, we're plucking straws at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's There needs to be just a, a battle royal for, for the, the leader of Bullet Club. Of Bullet Club, but, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, well, we have to uh, wrap this up here in a second, but we did get a uh, strong review from Ian. So we're going to like slide that in in between uh, our coverage here of Best of Super Juniors and World Tag League. Yes, we are. So uh, thank you very much, Mr. Ian, for your strong review. And thank you, Mr. Alexis Montez, for joining us once again for the Best of the Super Juniors. It's been freaking awesome fun. It was a good time. Your boy was asleep yesterday. Andy was very upset with me. Um, <laughs> like, how dare you? He was like, how dare you embarrass me in front of my Australian friend? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> at the time, I respect it, and everything's going to be all right. Wadi wadi, I did not mean to do that. I'm so sorry. It's okay, buddy. All, all is forgiven. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys, for having me for real, though. I enjoy doing this. Um, and I will catch you guys on another day with another review of Best of the Super Juniors 28. And yeah, everybody have a good day. Uh, Matere and goodbye. Hey, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. We got a four match card this week, which pushes the runtime to 90 minutes. However, each match feels worthy of being on the card, so it doesn't bother me too much. First of all, Alex Coughlin faces Jonathan Gresham in a superb clash of styles. Coughlin is a talented technical brawler, very at home with strong style. Gresham is top five best mat wrestlers in the world today, and he's not even that low in the five. That means that each time Coughlin tries for a power move or a strike exchange here, Gresham reverses it into a hold or just slips out of Coughlin's grasp entirely. The highest compliment I can pay Coughlin in this match is he kept up. He was facing a once-in-a-generation mat wrestler, but Gresham didn't have to slow down, he didn't have to adjust his style, Coughlin met him where he was. Really good match, and it showed that crowds are really getting behind Coughlin in this challenge series. Following this, Team Filthy faced off against Fred Rosser, Ren Narita, Rocky Romero, Carl Fredericks, and the DKC. We start things off with some classic inane Kozlov commentary where he suggests that Tom Lawler should call his belt the Never title because he's never losing it. 
That's a different belt, Alex. It's been defended on this show. Do try to keep up. This match had a very strong story behind it, which is good. Unfortunately, the story very much focused on Fred Rosser, which didn't leave much room for the rest of his team to actually participate. I mean, it's great for Rosser to have hero spots and be the face in peril, but it's slightly less believable when he has four teammates who could help him but are just standing around like goofs. A bit more coordination in the ten-man would be good, but everything that happens is enjoyable enough. The match ends with a DQ when a masked man attacks Rocky Romero. A masked man wearing a black tiger mask, so that's a bit of story they can advance next week. I'm pretty sure I know who this is, and if I'm right, we're getting a blast from Rocky's past, along with someone who hasn't been in New Japan since 2004. A nice surprise after this is a Gabriel Kidd promo. He needs a bit of work in crafting a promo that goes beginning, middle, end, but he looks good, he sounds pretty good, and it's great to see him back in ring shape and ring mindset. He calls out Jonathan Gresham, who's also not the best promo, but if a kid Gresham match is as good as the Gresham Coughlin one, I don't actually care that the promos aren't very good. Next up, the Stray Dog Army face off against Brody King, Chris Dickinson, and Daniel Garcia. I still just don't get the Stray Dog Army. You've got one guy with a solid gimmick and okay ring work, one slightly immobile luchador, and then Barrett Brown, who's perhaps the least interesting person on New Japan Strong, and that's saying something. Thankfully, against them we have a red-hot trio. Dickinson and King obviously look great together as they've tagged for quite a while, but Daniel Garcia fits right into their group and the crowd are really hot for him. As well they might be, because he's the star of this match, just a small tornado of strikes. We get a great triple uppercut spot on the stray dogs in the corner, leading to the violence trio hitting triple pile drivers for the win. After this, Matt excitedly informs us that this could be a trio we see a lot more of, and maybe not for the next six months or so. In our main event, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer face off against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, and what a bloody lovely match this is. All sorts of plunder, all sorts of wonderful violent spots, and just the visual of Eddie Kingston, who grew up on All Japan and the King's Road, getting to face someone like Suzuki in a cerulean blue ring. Getting to face the guy who'd been in wars with Mizawa and Kawada both. And then added to that, you have the New Japan version of Moxley, who's also kind of the GCW version of Moxley, bringing a door to the ring and slamming Lance Archer right through it. A spot only slightly marred by Matt telling us this is a solid piece of wood when we can see the veneer and cardboard underneath. In fact, the only thing wrong with this match is the only thing wrong with this show. It's six weeks old tape, and between this recording and now, Moxley would enter rehab and Lance Archer would be out with a neck injury. In his victory speech, Archer aggressively challenged Kingston and Moxley both about events that would be coming up in the AW title tournament, a tournament where Archer would get injured and Moxley would withdraw. Between this and the presence of Chris Dickinson in a previous match, it was a reminder that this is a dangerous physical performance, and I just hope these mad bastards are playing it safe. And speaking of mad bastards, Keno vs Nakajima in Noah this weekend was one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. 60 minutes of good friends just murdering each other for fun, and then Go Shiozaki coming out at the end ready to go. This has all sorts of fun implications, both for the GHC title picture and for Night 3 of Wrestle Kingdom. 
if we go IWGP champion versus GHC champion, there are now six different matches we can get, and that's fantastic. Thanks, guys, and until next time, keep it strong. All right, so we have talked all the good stuff with Mr. Alexis Montez, and now we have oh, two nights. <laughs> Bad stuff, yeah. Two nights of World Tag <laughs> League. And look, if you could look at my screen right now, you would notice that, like, I've got, like, a, a, not a huge paragraph. I'm not that detailed a writer, but I've got, like, a, a nice, comfortable paragraph for most of these junior, well, uh, junior, best of Super Juniors matches, right? And I'm just like, two two nights in a row, Super Juniors, hell yeah, hook that up my veins. Then we get to, then we get to, World Tag League Night 5 in Sheba, Togain Arena. Now, Luke, I, I have more notes about this arena than I do about the matches. Well, well, please, please tell us about the Sheba Togain Arena. Well, this arena, Luke, it's a football stadium, but it's not a football stadium. It's a football stadium. J-League teams... Um, you know, of uh, soccer or football, as you guys Dude. call it. Yes, that. Uh, and New Japan is in one of the sub arenas because there's <laughs> like a, a couple arenas. There's bigger ones and small ones. And here are some big events that have happened at these arenas. I mean, not just World Tag League. I mean, World Tag League is huge. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but some other really big things have happened there. For example, in 2005, uh, the All Japan High School Sports Meeting happened which is table tennis. I, I, I've been watching that, you know, since it happened. It's incredible. And then in that same year, I mean, what a landmark year for this, this uh, arena. Uh, they had the all Japan high school volleyball championship. And as we know, volleyball is like big in these, like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, perfectoral gymnasium type places. It's a big deal. And I know yep. you're sitting there, Luke, and you're thinking, well, there can't be more that's happened in this place. I mean, nothing could top that 2005 year until we no. fast forward five, five years later. And, and you know, we had some all Japan stuff, not wrestling, all Japan high school. But in 2010, motherfucking national sports meeting for volleyball and and the national sports meeting for disabled volleyball. So that's fucking cool. Um, but uh, this place is big time, and so that's why World Tag League is here. And that's probably more than I'll have to say about any of the matches. <laughs> well, first off, we get the uh, the frightening thing of Yuji Nagata coming out first. He's not in his ring gear. He comes out and he talks. I don't speak Japanese. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. So I immediately go on a tweet and go, holy shit, I hope Yuji Nagata's okay, blah, 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 blah. Then I find out it's just him going, Oh yeah, it's COVID. Don't don't yell. Just clap and stamp your feet. So I delete those like, tweets, and well, I'm just like, well, no one needs to know that uh, I'm a big dum dum. But it's here's what happened: is that he knew this crowd was fired up to be in the Chiba uh, Tagoni Arena and to see World Tag League. I mean, this is like a big fucking deal. So he knew they were gonna start <laughs> making some noises. I mean, on this card, we got you know. 
House of Torture versus Chaos, Luke. So, I mean, this is a big deal, this day. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's get started. And look, obviously, I'm still going to do this. Like, uh, Yuto Nakashima, Kosai Fujita. Draw. They're learning how to put matches together and stuff and all about timing and shit, I guess. I don't know. But it's another draw. So, And then we go to GBH. That's uh, Tomoki Homa and Togi Makabe versus Tenkozy Satoshi Kojima and Hiroshi Tenzan. There's like a Honma headbutt, but then a lariat and Tenkozy win. Tenkozy four points. GBH on a big fat zero. That's my notes for that match. It was... yes. I wrote I wrote uh, one line and I and I typed it into my computer before the match even started during the entrances. Uh, my line of uh, notes says, "Obviously, Mr. Brad pins Hanma," <laughs> and he did. All right, so next we've got uh, Lij. That's uh, Tetsu Naito and Sonata versus Bad Luck Texas, which is about Bad like <laughs> Chase Owens. That's pretty funny. Dude, I swear it's weird seeing Naito take a move like the Tongan massage. It just it just weirds me out. It's also weird seeing Chase Owens manage to put the Paradise Lock on Sonata. I don't like it. No. Well, I'm not sure I was a big fan of that either. Uh, then there's an O'Connor roll at the end uh, by Sonata on Chase. LIJ undefeated on 10. And Texas Bad Lucks on 6. Is that the first time he's he's accomplished the paradise lock? I know he used to try and fail. Yeah, he so he tried it the first time earlier on in the match, failed, then got it on the second time, and I, I yeah, so, I don't know, man. I mean, he knew he was in uh, that arena too, and he's like, oh shit, today's the day I get the paradise lock. What's with what's with Chase getting all the rubs this year? He gets to beat Hiroshi Tanahashi at the G1, and he gets to put the Paradise Lock on? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> In Chiba Tagoni Arena? My I God. know. What a, what? Well, they thought 2005 was a big year. Then they were like, oh, shit, 2010 is even bigger. They had no idea in Chiba. my beer. I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> This match is all right. Like, all right. So, uh, all right. Next, we've got the Ace Kings, which is Yano and Tanahashi versus Grado Rage, uh, Grado Khan and Aaron Hanaro. Look, this is pretty good fun, actually. And uh, so it's always great to see Grado Khan in the ring against uh, either Tanahashi or Yano. So that was nice. Uh, Hanaro's doing well. But, dude, I'm watching him this match and, look, it doesn't take much to make me go, oh, fucking wild tag league, right? <laughs> but I'm seeing some of the moves he does. He looks like he's this big, burly young man, and I'm seeing him put some some moves on and stuff. I'm like, that that looks pretty light. Looks like it looks nice and snug. Doesn't look like it hurts too much. Like, what are you doing, man? You're supposed to be a big killer. Kill him. So uh, I was he did he does this like leg lock thing I think either on Yano or Tanahashi he can't he, he, he I don't know man make it look like it hurts damn it you're a big dude it shouldn't be too hard anyway uh, he gets punched in the nuts and uh, Yano rolls him up so uh, Rajo Greats at six and King Aces at eight you would think this match would be more interesting because yeah. 
you know, Yano and uh, and Okan just had that, you know, uh, the King of Pro Wrestling amateur match, and Tanahashi used to tag with uh, with the uh, Rage guys. So like, um, you would think that that the only way that played into the match is there was a little bit of rolling around from Yano and Okan that was really nothing, and then uh, at the beginning of the match. Um, why can't I remember his name? Hanare was like, hey, I want to wrestle you, Tanahashi. <laughs> That's it. That's fucking it, man. And there was a lot of story to tell here. This is, we're on low effort because this show is on low effort. <sighs> Look, this time of year is like really busy, not just for like you and I and our lives, but for everyone. It's called fucking like the holidays, right? It's holiday season. And... Look, New Japan, if you've got to do both best of the Super Juniors and World Tag League, here's what I would do. Just best of the Super Juniors. If one has to go so I can have a few nights doing actual other stuff, that would be great because World Tag League has been pretty, uh, yeah, just there. I'm being really nice. It's been kind of stinky. I'm going to be positive here for a second because I'm pretty sure last year – we had they did the same kind of deal or maybe it was the year before but in front of the like you'd have the world tag league night and then you'd have tag matches with the best with the super juniors guys and then you'd have world tag league after that and then you know on the best of super juniors nights you'd have like big 10-man tags or whatever with the world tag league people and other guys to come in and then the best of super juniors you'd have these like four hour long shows like every night so at least we're not getting that. At least it's just, you know, the worst that we have to sit through as far as like before the show starts is young lions having a draw that I promise I'm, I'm definitely fast forwarding through every time now. So, you're, so, you're, you're so right though. Like, why are we, oh my world tag league just hurts my soul. And and next year. I mean, this is like, by the end of this tournament, we're not even going to, I mean, we're gonna like be like that. So World Tag League happened. Here's who's winning. Um, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got Chaos Boys here, uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, and the House of Torture uh, versus the House of Torture, which is Evil and Yujiro. Uh, Chaos Attack, uh, pretty much at the start, they do their uh, war drum shit on uh, Togo. Uh, Arbe gets like uh, knocked off his chair as Goto is sent into the barriers. You know that spot Evil does. Uh, this is all right time. I like it enough, well enough. But I've seen these guys wrestle a lot lately, so uh, you know it needs something a little different. Uh, Chaos want revenge in this match too, by the way, I guess because they lost the titles. But they're a man down because Togo's there, but no Ishi. Where is Ishi? Uh, Pimp Kane. He's... And a big juice. It's the second big juice I'm pretty sure we've ever oh seen. Hell yeah. House of Torture on four, Chaos Boys on six. <clears throat> so where is Ishii, the hot question of, like, is he staying there for tapings and shit? Is he already back? Where's the never-open gold title? I want it. I want to see it. Where is I it? Don't know. I don't know. You're watching AEW. You should know where Ishii's at, right? Isn't that where he <laughs> wrestles now? <clears throat> hey, friend. listen. <laughs> so... I, uh, I, we were talking earlier with Mr. Lexus Montez. We were, uh, hopefully we were, we were talking about, yes. um, talking about Noah and, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, we talked about that match and everything, but there was another match I watched on that show 
and it was a 10 man tag. It was like Noah guys, like, like team Noah versus Congo. And so it was like all of the, the guys that support that are on the same team as Nakajima and Keno versus like the Noah dude. So like Daisuke Harada was with the Noah guys. And there was like a bunch of people I, I didn't know, but it was fantastic tag match. It's like, it's a 10 man tag match and they do something. They did something that made me just want to like punch all the chaos guys in the face, except Ishii. Cause I don't want any of that heat. I don't want that smoke um, as they say, but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> what it is, is that they have um, LIJ type tag moves that involve all five guys. And one of them in particular reminds me of some, something chaos does only like a thousand times better. What they do is they get a guy down in the, heart attack elbow drops and they get in the line like they're jumping like they're at the pool the public pool on the slide you know in line at the slide and everybody just kind of does that a bunch of times and then they they all look at each other they pose they do the congo pose <laughs> and then they just start stomping the shit out of the person and it's awesome and it's like <clears throat> it's a way to do this kind of goofy bullshit that chaos does and it's kind of it's it's fun and it looks like it actually hurts the person which is what wrestling's supposed to look like. Yeah. So um well well we'll tag we'll tag league. We'll tag league. Mm. More, 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 we'll tag league. Yeah. Got two okay. more matches on this show, yeah. Oh yeah. Look, even this match, maybe because I've seen this match a fucking bajillion times, like I don't know, man. I sound like an entitled asshole. <laughs> no, you're you're right, Luke. This match was not anything good. It was fine, and well, I am Mister Tai Chi. So like this, this yeah. was just fine to me. It was nothing special. Yeah, it is. As uh, you guys can already guess, uh, Dangerous Tech is good versus Gorilla's Destiny. And uh, look, <sighs> they could win by a count out, right? At one point, the Gorilla's Destiny. But Tonga Loa rolls it back in, why? saying why do they, keep they want to win fair and square. Uh, no, aren't you heels in Bullet Club? What you want to do is leave him out there, but you forgot or something? Like, what is, what is this? You, you want to beat him fair and square. Why? It's fine. I don't like, understand it. I don't understand. I, Wait, that, that happened in the G1 a bunch, too. And it was like, what are we doing here? <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, look, it, 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 it's a good match. Uh, th- these guys can go together. It's, it, it's obviously no problem. We've seen it, though, a lot this year. For a thing called World... How do they do World Tag League with two divisions, with two blocks? How do they do that? Because this is one block, and I feel like this is everyone in New Japan <laughs> right now. Holy McShitty McFuck. But, uh, look... Zack Sabre Jr. rolls up Tongaloa, and uh, both teams are on eight points. And I'm just like, how is that not the main event? Who has not wrestled tonight? I'll let, I'll let you talk in a minute, but I'm just like, what is this? Where is – why isn't that main event? We don't get any techers on yes. the mic. What's going on? Oh, apparently, Nagata Mask versus Taka and Suzuki has to be on next because tonight ended up being the fucking – 30 years of Ten Cozy. This is why um, Chono's on commentary as well to be here for this. Uh, this is what that poster that we saw ages ago was all about with uh, 
the three dads, gym dudes up the top and like all of the actual real stars of the day, you know, down the bottom. If you remember that poster, right? <laughs> I do. I yeah. Do. So this is, that was for tonight. Uh, so I, I guess because it's all that, like, uh, we'll get into that in a minute. It's just, I was just like, really? I thought it was a special show. But I guess, uh, no, it happened on a night of World Tag League. <laughs> so what do you think of Taggers versus Grills of Destiny? Oh, you pretty much said it, but do you want to add anything? I I don't, not really. I mean, like, what, Zack Sabre Jr. rolls up Tongaloa. We got we to gotta protect Tongaloa. Yeah. Yeah, we always. Oh my god! And he gets to tap people out. That's bullshit. Anyway. Hey, I do have a, a a silly name for uh the uh, Nagata um Tiger Mask team, but now that I look at it, I don't think it even makes sense. But I don't know. It's what uh, is it? I, I Sapphire Sheriffs. Who cares if it makes sense? That's a really cool name. I like it. <laughs> Sapphire Sheriffs. <laughs> Because it's justice-related, yeah, and it's blue, sapphire, I don't know, it's a color. Yeah, no, no cats, though, you know? So, no cats. Um, speaking of which, uh, your cat just uh, yeah. knew. I mean, they, your cat has been eating the spice. It's, it's prescient, you know? It's the future. <laughs> well, we talked about – we already talked about evil. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this last match is just weird, and it – uh, it's just weird. It's Yuji Nagata and Tiger Master versus Taka Majinoku and Minoru Suzuki. And uh, my first note, this is as the match was going on, is like, is there a hist- historical significance as to why this match is last? Uh, it, and it's super short. Like, how? This is the main event. It's really short. Yeah, my complaining that a match is short now. Like, what do you want, Luke? You don't like long matches? You want short matches? What do you want? I don't want any, any matches. I just want the media. I don't want any tag matches in World Tag League. No more. <laughs> no. Uh, it's good to see Suzuki and Nagata beat each other a bit more, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, – <sighs> I'm going to go well for them. I can't even remember who actually won or lost this, but I do – oh, uh, who got the pin and who ate the pin. But the Tiger Blues win – oh, sorry, the Sapphire Sheriffs. And uh, Suzuki going on zero, and the Sapphire Sheriffs are on a big fat two points. And then there's yeah. that uh, party thing at the end. Well, it's I, I'm sure this is some kind of important thing, and I I just don't care. I'm sorry. It, is it like Nagata pins Taka Michinoku with the Sayato suplex, which I'm assuming has something to do with something? I don't it was fine. Like, you still could have done the end of this without having Nagata being, I don't know, it just felt weird. It felt like Tekka's GAD should have had that. It felt like a main event. Uh, no offense to Nagata, uh, Tiger Mask, Taka, or Suzuki. This did not feel like a main event. And uh, so, yeah, there's a look, there's a bit of a celebration there. Obviously, you're hearing my voice now and thinking, wow, man. It's a completely different guy than the fucking World Tag League, motherfucker. <laughs> you mean the best of Super Juniors? Yeah, that's it. Oh, best of Super Juniors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, see, my fucking brain is... Uh, yeah, I like that uh, Tim Cozy got their little celebration. I got, I'm glad that they got to have it at the uh, very prestigious arena of the Shibane Togain <laughs> Arena. Uh, it was... 
You know, that's funny. They couldn't have many people in there because of COVID and stuff. When is stuff getting better there? Because I want to hear some Sonata, even if it's just Sonata. I want to hear someone's name getting squealed out. Leak, uh, uh, Luke, excuse me. I just called you Leak. I don't know why. Um, but <laughs> Luke, um, Florida. I mean, we thought that that arena was a big deal and like volleyball being played there. Uh, Florida is number one. They set a one day, one day, Luke, um, record for COVID. I think this is the worst it's been like ever. Uh, 21,000 new COVID cases in one day in Florida. And Ohio is getting like four and 6,000 every day. Every day. Really? Every Every day. Man, that's that's. Uh, I'm, as... start, I'm starting to get really scared, Luke. To be honest with you, dude, I'm really just kind of like back to terror. As Warren Zevon would say, uh, that that shit is fucked up. Uh, that man, that's fucked, man. And you know what's even more fucked that we have to ha- talk about that scary COVID shit. <laughs> And then talk about another night of World Tag League at Corrigan Hall. <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. Like, what do you can do? Now there's a fucking Omicron strain. Who's naming the strains? <laughs> the president Omicron called strain. it. Uh, uh, he called it Omicron or something. I, and I was like, it's fucking, at least it sounds cool. If I'm going to die, you know, from COVID, I want to die from the Omicron variant. I mean, that sounds like something from a sci-fi movie, you know, and I want to be in sci-fi movies. <laughs> so, yeah me too like do you want to be in like ones that are set in the near future or do you want to be like i am in the far future on a spaceship and shit and i'm going on adventures um so i want the like kurt vonnegut future like the the like twisted but funny dystopia that's what i want you know the the like like you know in the in the book slapstick uh there's a big uh you know the, the world's ended basically but there's one guy that's still around and gravity changes every day and the way you know how heavy the gravity is that day is whether you have an erection or not because if you have an erection that means that the you know that the gravity's not so bad that day that makes perfect sense to me that's the I've, world I want to live in. I've only read Cat's Cradle. I haven't read many of his other books. Oh, my but, God. Cat's Cradle's amazing. Ice Nine is, like, crazy shit, man. Yes. It is a very good book that I like very much. And I'm looking at my notes for World Tag League, and I'm just like, yeah, I'd like to talk more about this book. Like, I get sense. Great. All right. So, look, we start at uh, a Young Lions match. It's Yudo Nakashima versus uh, Ryoho Iwa. That's the same notes as I read last time, is it? No, no, it's just a oh, because we're doing different nights and stuff in a row, so yeah, it feels weird, but yes, uh, it's a draw. Uh, in case you didn't know or couldn't guess, uh, it's a draw, and then here we go, we got uh, uh, Lucky Texas versus Suzuki Goon, that's uh, Minoru Suzuki and Taka Michinoku. Look, I just watched this match, and I'm just like, Taka's just there to job. He's jobbed every single fucking time. Oh, yeah. look, he, he packed a package pile driver. That make you think he's going to get a submission hold on uh, uh, Crown Jewel Chase Man, but nah. Uh, and they make you think he's going to submit him too, but that's not happening. So Suzuki Gun still on zero, and the Farley guns on eight. Now, look, I know 
in New Japan Pro Wrestling Logic, it's it's uh, the the guy who doesn't get pinned doesn't look bad, but you're eight nil. You look bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, Suzuki's getting kind of chopped out, and that's not what you want. He got no. chopped out in America. He get he lost to everyone in the United States, and then he comes over to Japan and loses to everybody there. What the hell? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all Dick Togo's fault. You know it is. Yeah. So uh, that was something that happened. Then we've got uh, Mask Nagata versus House of Torture, and you just look at this fucking match, and you're just being like, please. Oh. Like House of Torture is the same is in the same kind of setup going on as Grills Destiny, right? Because I see Grills Destiny, I'm just like, well, if they've got to win, I want to see Tamatonga do some cool shit and get the win. It's Tongaloa who taps someone out. I'm just like, fuck you. And we're gonna <laughs> see a bit of that in a minute. Now House of Torture, where are you going with this? Luke? House of Torture is like that for me because I like them. I like the group. I, I kind of like I'm into it, except fucking. Yujiro. <laughs> so I know I know Tiger Master's eating this shit, and I'm just like fucking Yujiro, and I'm just like at least it's a big juice and not a normal size, regular size juice. So uh, that, that at least that was something. But uh, way to job out your junior tag team champion. This world tag league doesn't make sense to my brain. It, it no no. It hurts. Yeah. So, you know, well, Big Juice on to Tiger Mask. House of oh, uh, six and uh, Tiger Nagata's on too. That, uh, that arena, the Chiba or whatever, Tagone crowd or whatever, or Tagone arena, that is was Nagata's hometown, by the way. So that's one of the reasons that that was all going on. Um, but right. uh, I just, here's what I'd like to have happen. And they I think that this is, yep. I guess they had to make it a match that Nagata had to win, but they couldn't right. make it exciting like a match between him and Lij or the Techers right. or Gorillas of Destiny or even the Chaos Boys to some extent, you know, or Ace, or you know, uh, Miano and and uh, Tanahashi. Instead, it had to, but no, I feel so bad because it's Suzuki Gunataka, and I like those two guys, but. I guess they had yeah. to be the one match they would win. Otherwise, uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna do <laughs> otherwise the fa- guy is losing his hometown. I'm going to do my favorite thing ever and do a little fantasy booking right here. I'm fantasizing <laughs> about booking, okay? Are you fantasizing and, and that you canceled World Tag League? Here's what, I, what needs to happen here is that this, if it was up to me, is that Tiger Mask needs to challenge a bunch of these fuckers that pinned him to singles matches and beat him in singles matches. That would be great. You know what I mean? If he like if he beat Yujiro in a singles match or whoever, you know, these jobbers that have been pinning him, that would be great. And that'd be a way to kind of like get his revenge. And it'd be a nice story for Tiger Mask, because the thing that pisses me off about all this is that Tiger Mask like almost died or something. And then like, you know, got super sick and it was terrible. And he didn't even know if he was going to live, let alone wrestle again. And here he is. And this is, you know, this is what the treatment he gets. It's just kind of. It's poopy. Dude, even before this injury shit where he nearly died, we used to fucking, you and me would would, would see Tiger Mask and we'd be like, oh, poor Tiger is losing. And sometimes he lost when the other team of, of three 
had a young lion in it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how much yeah. Tiger was in the losing his loser spot. And we've been wondering for ages, like, what did he do to who did he piss off in the back to be booked yeah. like this? But he's a champion. But I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it boggles my brain. And we're going on to the next match, which is as soon as I saw this match, I was just like, Andy's going to lose his mind. He really is. Because you've got Tomoaki Hama and Togi Makabe, GBH, versus Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. (laughs) And uh, you bet I saw a double clothesline. (laughs) Ha! (laughs) <laughs> did you see his burger wrap as uh, jay on twitter said that the uh the tape is called a burger wrap so that's fucking hilarious uh i did not see that tweety so uh thank you jay <laughs> that is funny if you see me like it now and then you go back and listen to this show and i say hear me say this uh it's it's time travel of course all right yes <laughs> dude there's not much to say about this one either like it's got all the spots you think this match will have, uh, of course. Which <laughs> is, uh, yeah, double clothesline, all that kind of shit. Is it, um, do they have a spot? Do they have a spot where like Godot's got Hanma right, and he's he's got him in a, a waist lock, you know, and uh, Hanma's standing there, and Yoshihashi's in the corner, and he's supposed <laughs> to charge in, and he's just looking at him, you know, and they're looking at each other, and they keep looking. Did that spot happen? No, no, oh, wow. thankfully not. <laughs> But uh, this match wins with their – what's that T-shirt, the new move they got? The Shoto, the Shoto? How do they pronounce that? But uh, you don't care but because it's a move for nope. Yoshi and Goto together. But that's what the move they do to win. And, of course, who they pin? Hanma. Hanma. Look, <laughs> Markabay. keep Markabay strong? Why are they going to keep Markabay strong? They're never doing anything with Markabay. <laughs> Markabay's fucking over. They're going to do anything with the dads. It's either Nagata – or Kojima. The other dads are done. Like, if, why can't... Why is it Homer has to eat all this? this Dude, is, you know this, what it is. This is, like, you know this that... is like the opposite of when Homer was tagging with Mr. Bread, but only Bread gets to pin the young lions. Right. So, you know what's going on here is that, like, backstage, you know, Makabe's eating burgers. He's standing there. And he's like, man, I got... I got that, you know, YouTube blog or whatever it is that he has where he eats shit and takes funny pictures of himself eating stuff. He's like, you know, if I lose a bunch of matches, if I lose it all, I mean, you know, no one's going to watch my eat burgers anymore. And then what am I going to do? Oh, my God. It's almost like Hanma is just happy to have range of motion in his body at all. Any range of motion, and Macabre is just like I'm politicking. So like, even if I don't win World Tag League, I don't have to get any pins done on me. I say that now, but uh, I don't know if he's been pinned or not. This whole World Tag League, do you? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe once. I think maybe maybe in the second match or something. But I don't know. Who? Ca- I mean, just we're giving this way too much attention. So. Oh yeah, right. So. uh <laughs> So, yeah, we go on the next match, which is Tenkozy, Kojima, and Tenzan versus Grills of Destiny. And look, man, this is – I was I had notes in my head that I might have written down about this match, but I didn't because the ending broke my heart. And it is Tenzan being tapped out by Tonga Loa. 
That's gross. Oh, that's so gross. Like oh, I, I would, I still wouldn't have been a huge fan of it, but ape shit would have been a lot better. Uh, at least it looks like a cool move, so I would have been like, yeah, hell yeah, you know. But um, man, Tawatonga's just—he's pulled out some of his supreme flow moves, like for some of these matches, but for some, for the others, he's just like, yep. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I can't remember much about this match because my brain was just fried. Just it doesn't be- matter. It- yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. It, it's so, weird because, like, you know, uh, Tama Tonga takes his shirt off for the matches, but then, like, Tonga Loa doesn't. It's kind of weird. I don't get it. Dude, you hear it here first. It popped up into my mind right now. I think it's true. I don't know it for a fact, but I know it to be true. Tonga Loa is a never nude. <laughs> Do okay. you know what a never nude you know is? The- it's someone who never takes all their clothes off? Yeah. Did you ever watch Arrested Development? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's David Cross in that show. He will never take his clothes off. He's never nude. Right. And he's, he's uh, like, everything he says is a, is a gay sexual innuendo. Like, everything. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I wasn't sure you were selling uh, my, my uh, stupid joke enough, so I kept going, you know. Like a recent development, like a guy who's in that thing that we've both seen, hopefully. Yeah. I wonder if that if that show holds up or if it's super offensive if you go back and watch it now. I bet it's got it's problematic (laughs) if you go back and watch it now, and it just came out a few years ago. So, what do you do? Like, no streaming service has ever had the balls to put married with children up there. Like, what do you do with that? Like, is that ever coming back up? I think it's on. Isn't it on Amazon? I thought it was on Amazon. It Maybe is. Here it is. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I thought it was easy to find. Um, let's see here. Oh, it's on Pluto TV for free. Oh, Pluto. Uh, and, TV. Yeah. So, oh, and all so those folks out there that have that premium Peacock, uh, you know, subscription, it's on there too, and a Hulu premium subscription. So it's those things. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Fair cool. enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got my favorite match of the What's night. It? Wait, did you, you didn't, hold on, hold on. You didn't tell us what the points were. We got, that's really important. We got to know. What oh, right. For, all right. Grizz, Gorillas of Destiny on 10 and 10 Cozy on four. 10 so. for Gorillas of Destiny. Fuck the fuck off. Well, they're the previous holders of the trophy. I hate them. No, you don't. I know. What happened like, next? You better like Tamatonga. I know you should say you, you're old enough to have your own opinions, Mr. Andy, but you must like Tamatonga. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, you know, um, that that match. being Yeah. Oh, yes. Hell yes. Uh, the Dangerous Techers. Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Toriyano and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, I like seeing both the ace and the king of uh, New Japan up against uh, either one of the techers any day of the week. So uh, this match is awesome fun. I like, uh, you know how Tana does his usual spot of uh, taking his jacket off. Uh, tai Chi silently stands just to his side behind him and, and takes his jacket off too whilst doing his <laughs> Uh, 
doing his peck thing. So that's awesome. Man, this match is fun. Of course, uh, the ref of this is uh, Marty Asami, the, the chump himself, who's perfect for this. There's lots of fighting to the backstage area, which freaked me out because like, I'm getting back flash, flashbacks to uh, Tekkers versus Gorillas of Destiny, where whilst they <laughs> eventually would settle into having really good matches, for some reason they would have this weird portion where they're fighting up on the stage and stuff, and you're just like, what's going on here? Just get in the ring fucking beat each other up. What's going on here? It's like a perfectly but, good ring right there, and you can't wrestle in it? Exactly, but when one of the dudes in your match is Toriano, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll allow it. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, they run out the back, and they must have done something to the techers because they run back into the ring, and then the techers are just like, they come in from behind them and uh, jump them from behind. Uh, the techers eventually, <laughs> dude, this this is so much fun. I fucking love this. Like, uh, like it, it, there's some really cool wrestling in here as well. Like the Zack Saber Jr. Ace portion is always always pretty good. Tai Chi and Yano is fun. Tai Chi, uh, sorry, yeah, Tai Chi and Tana have a good portion as well. Freaking Yano and Zack Saber Jr. Is such a good time. That's the shit. Yeah, that's the shit right there. Techers get tied up on the ring entrance pole bar- pole entrance thing, <laughs> and Katamaro comes out with scissors and cuts them free. So they get free like that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, this match is so much fun. And then uh, what happens is that the techers tie uh, Tanahashi and Yano's legs together with tape. You know, like, um, you know, three-legged race style. Yes. And uh, the time is running out. The time's running out, but, you, you, but uh, they're in two close spaces. They can't run. Well, Tanahashi has trouble running under his own power, let alone fucking <laughs> running with his legs tied to Yano. So uh, they both slip and fall. And it's a count out. So Tekkers are at 10 and uh, Ace and Tana are at eight points, which is pretty respectable for a team that is pretty much thrown together and just been goofballs the entire time. But, yeah, this match well, is this- uh, my favorite for the night. So uh, I loved it. This is what that match, uh, United Empire versus Tanahashi and Yano, could have done. Is some stuff like just some fun stuff, you know. They didn't do any of that, and um, <clears throat> obviously these guys all make magic together. I, I mean, there it wasn't that long ago, Luke, that every day almost Tanahashi was getting his legs broken into a thousand pieces by fucking by the Techers, like Techers, yeah. So, so they have a long history, and uh, and it's interesting too. In, in I've noticed in the World Tag League matches that the um, uh, Tanahashi and Yano have been doing that spot too that the Techers used to do. Um, Yano will hold a guy, and then Tanahashi will hit him with the dragon screw, and that looks like so much worse for some reason when the guy doesn't go down when he just stands there and goes ah and then falls down. So. Obviously, you know, Yano versus Zack Sabre Jr. is one of the best matchups in New Japan. Uh, tai Chi versus anyone is the best matchup in New Japan. So, you know, I thought this was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm uh, glad we finally got a, a count out victory. That's the first one, I think, of any of the whole tournament. I think the only sure is. 
The other other only other count out we saw was uh didn't Kanemaru win? He beat Ishimori or something, I think, by the count out, I think. Um, yeah, you might be right. Something. Yeah. 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 Oh dude, I feel like I've watched so many matches in so such quick <laughs> succession. Like everyone listening is probably being like, Well, yeah, that just happened last week. What are you guys fucking stupid? Uh one <laughs> I am definitely stupid. Yes, me too. Uh, that, is, that is definitely definitely a thing. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Man. It's hard to keep these straight sometimes because I'm I'm just seeing these matchups in uh, the juniors going. Wow, I can't wait to watch Doki and Taguchi. And then I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, they probably wrestled each other last year. Yeah, but I don't want to say yeah, it now. I can't. Remember uh, Doki Pokey. That's right. <laughs> Oh, fuck that last night of the BS. Those Super Juniors was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. But uh, where are we again? We just... Main man, event. We're still we doing got, this. Uh, we are main event, yeah, right. Yeah, last, last one here. And this I didn't write uh, too much about this one. But, uh, <clears throat> it, it, it's a solid enough match. Uh, it's Lost in Goblin, LBSD, Hapon, Naito, and Sonata versus uh, Greater Card and Aaron Hanare. It's fine stuff. Uh, it does something that elevates elevates it a little bit for me. That always elevates those Sonata matches just one little bit better for me. Do you know what those things are? Uh, him losing. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. That correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. <laughs> and uh, it's it still feels like a big deal, even though it's World Tag League. But uh, seeing the Greater Khan pin Sonata. Feels like a big deal. Uh, would have felt like a big deal if either none of the two Empire Boys pinned uh, either one of the two guys from LAJ. So LAJ's undefeated streak is over. Yeah. Uh, and the Empire on six points. And that's all they're on? Fuck me. Man, see, I would have booked the Empire to win this tournament, but what the fuck do I know? Uh, I mean, I guess they still... So, Yano, Tanahashi, and LIJ are, are tied now. And yeah, uh, with yeah, okay, okay, and the Techers lost, so they're at eight, and uh, those other two teams I just mentioned are at 10. Interesting, and Okan and Hanari are at eight, too. So it's kind of Techers are at 10 now. If you're looking at uh, YouTube, add two points to everyone. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, Tag League just happened, yeah, so uh. Yeah, so uh, uh, LIJ's at 10. Techers are at right. also at 10. Gorillas of Destiny are at 10. And then you've got... Uh, uh, Tanahashi and Yana are at 10, too. Yeah. Right. Everyone no, has I think, 10 points. I think they're at 8. So they're still credible at 8 points. Uh, so is the Chaos Boys also at 8 points. I don't know, man. Are we really going to run through the freaking brackets for bracketology eyes? No, well, no, no, get no, out of no, here. I'm sorry. Yes, we don't do that. Bracketology. That's funny. Um, so we're getting a little break though. It looks like I think we got a couple days off. Uh, which is nice. I think we got till the fourth is the next World Tag League show. Uh, but there yep, might yep. be some best of Super Junior stuff coming up. I'm sure. It's weird. Like so, they like skipped a day. Or something with World Tag League. To and, World Tag- uh, yeah, why? Why did I could not find out? Uh, uh, I'm sure we would have mentioned this earlier on in the show, but did uh, they? Uh, all right, it's happening again, or it must happen. I don't know what's going on with 
best of Super Juniors being t- two shows in a row. Like, did you ever oh, find a concrete reason for it? Because I didn't. I didn't search very hard. No. No. Yeah, and I didn't either. But I mean, it's a thing. And like I said, we. I mean, that was fine. It means we got to talk less about World Tag League today, even though we still stretched it out to a fucking hour because that's what we do. But um. Really? Yeah. It looks. I think so. I didn't look at it. Oh, shit. Dude, I'm hoping half of that um, hour is just you and I um, just talking shit before we start recording. (laughs) 20 minutes. Um, But, uh, yeah, it looks like it's so... I mean, we've been recording for hours, obviously. Uh, Lexus just left. Yes. But, uh, yes, Um, that is the end of World Tag League. For today? What are you talking about? The I was trying to talk about what's coming up. So our next, the next show that we got is on Thursday, but it's VOD, so it won't be out until your Friday morning, my Thursday night. And then, and I don't even, and that says it's World Tag League and Best of Super Juniors. Doesn't say which one. So I would assume that's World Tag League, and then maybe it'll, you know, go back to going back and forth. But I don't know. You know, I have to. Well, dude. The lineup. What is this? Uh, so this One. is best. Of, best. Of, no, this is World Tag League is the next show, and that's VOD. So yes. Yeah, it is. That is true and correct. Mm-hmm. I was just struck with something. Is the nightmare to end all nightmares? Here, here it is. Do you want to hear it? All right, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I, I don't want to hear it, but I'm listening. What's going to happen if we get two nights of World Tag League in a row? Well, we are. We are? Yeah, you weren't listening. I was telling you that we are. We just had one, and our next show is World Tag League. It's VOD. So these two episodes, oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. There's a ton more shows, Luke. We should just fucking draw the line in the sand right now and just be like, listen, we'll tell you the results. That's it, you know? Anyone who's upset with how we're handling World Tag League, send all of your letters to, uh, I don't know, just send them somewhere. Fucking, we'll get them somewhere. At SuperLexus17 on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Let him know. He'd really like to know, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of dates and a lot of stuff to kind of smush in for for wrestling that just feels like gigantic fucking house show. And it's a complete opposite of what I'm seeing. Like, you see one night, you see these guys jump around, don't always jump around, but doing just amazing shit where I'm just riveted the whole time and wish it wouldn't end and wish we had two blocks. <laughs> to a night where everyone's just been like, ah, fuck it, it's just tag league. <laughs> well, let's let's uh, let's adjust how we're doing this and maybe not watch all of tag league anymore because what's the point? Yeah. Um, but I I got yeah. some uh, there's there's a light off in the distance, Luke. I see it. It's it's yeah. it's a blinding light, but it's just kind of a pinhole right now. And it is uh, on Tuesday, December twenty first. There's a free uh, show. All right, it's going to be a free Kurgan Hall show, and it's the first Road to Tokyo Dome show. And man, I'm fired up for that because the fact that that's free means that they're going to be going hard, and the Noah guys will fucking be there. I guarantee it. So I'm fired up for that, and oh, that's nice. the uh, that's the light in the distance that we'll get to see eventually. I guess they've got to kind of be like, oh shit, we need stories for uh, Wrestle Kingdoms two nights. Uh, 
good shit. Road to Tokyo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was New oh, Japan Pro yeah, Wrestling. For don't be so defeated. It's okay. We can do it. Well, you know, we we can do. I feel like I feel obligated to at least cover World Tag League like I just did just now, just to be like. I started it. I bloody finished the damn thing. But uh, yeah, World Tag League. Like I, I'm pretty. Sure, does everyone listening to this show realize that like Andy and I may or may not have been subscribers to New Japan World during World Tag League and then uh, kind of rejoined later when World Tag League wasn't on. Because uh, that's, that's what you. we used to yeah. do. Yeah, and that's I, me. I just, yeah, that's what I never, I never unsubscribed, but I straight up just didn't watch through this whole like this. This was like a like a month break for New Japan for me every year because I'm like no fucking way. <laughs> and then here we are. So. You still gave them the money. I guess that's that's fine. All right. Anyway, with oh, Red's losing a lot. Um, Gator, I'm still a little mad at. Switchblade, I'm annoyed at because I haven't seen him for ages. Um, in in Shingo, we trust. Sapphire Sheriffs. <laughs>